What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome back to the internationally known Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Engine Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Engine Lifestyle channel. You be in here with the Bruce Wayne in this ish. New, 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 the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly. The notorious one, new, 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 new world order, aka Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus. And you're in the desert storm bunker with EWF, that is every woman's fantasy, and the CEO, Nigero of Fixes Binds LLC, the Unbinder, the whole effing show, the undebatable, the undisputed best entertainment and entertainment here on YouTube, Senor Thurle Gregorio. Senor Gregorio Greybeard, also known as the Morpheus of the Mating Matrix. Not only that, the man with more nicknames than anybody in the game. Who else do we have here? We actually have uh oh the Chocolatey Confucius and also CGA. See God Allah and the 10-time demonetized champion of YouTube. We got a great show for you today. We're gonna talk about how women use love to use men. And we got some great clips for you lined up to actually prove this point. And the reason why I want to do this show, because it's an important part of the show, is I'm trying to prepare men for what's going coming ahead right now. All right, we got to prepare you ninjas for what happening because a lot of men got their priorities out of whack. We Listen, it takes an original, older individual like myself to let you guys know you need to get your priorities straight. And we're going to do that today and we're going to actually show and prove that women are incapable of loving you. They, they don't love you, and we're going to prove that today. We got clips lined up. We also have Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We have Doom and Gloom CGA. We're going to follow up on the Cassie suing Diddy case. Allegedly, she has been saying she's been trafficked. <laughs> trafficked now. All right, we're going to explain why, uh, how to look at this. I'm going to explain from a, uh, in a an experienced man's lens on how to look at this. I see that we got some people here that are interested in this topic. I did a bigger show on it last night, uh, but uh, and I put a clip up on the Coach Greg Adams channel of uh, the show from last night, but a lot of people are trying to figure out. You know, a, a lot of people are really ignorant. You know what I mean? I just, we're going to talk about that. A lot of people are interesting here um, as the way they view things. And, but listen, everybody has their opinion, but you also have an asshole. Doesn't mean I need to sniff around there. Pause. But anyway, we also have a segment called interesting segment that I need to look at. Oh, it's time for a reality check. It's time for a reality check. And then we're talking about the real marriage expectations. We have a skit presented by a sloppy piece of yogurt here. She's going to tell us what men should really expect in a marriage and why women are quiet quitting marriage. We got a lot to cover here. And you know what time it is today? Today of the week is Friday. So that means it is. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? It is Friday. So it's ready for the weekend out here. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend? All right. So nigga? get your bill money ready. We got F1 series racing here in Las Vegas. I'm staying far away from the strip as I possibly can, even though I have a slight interest in going today. I got some busy. I got, I'm busy tonight. I'm busy tonight, so I can't go tonight. Probably don't want to go tomorrow neither, but that's neither here nor there. I also have to let you guys know that it is Flatback Friday. All right, I did not forget. People are like, coaches, Flatback Friday. So we're going to take you to scene of the crime of some 
Flatback Supremes. How about we do that, ladies and gentlemen? We definitely got to do Flatback Supremes here. Uh, let's see if I can pull it up live. We'll do it live. And here we go right here. Let's go ahead and pop this up on the screen. It is Flatback Friday. Uh-oh. They don't want to show me the, what happened. All right. They don't. The, the thing done froze up. Is my internet gone? We'll pop it back up on the screen here. Oh, they don't want to let me show it. All right. They know y'all ninjas going to be out here starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right. So here we go. Yep. They not going to let me show it, man. Oh, okay. Yep. They not going to let me show it. You see this? They don't want y'all to get a sneak peek of the Flatback Supremes. All right. Black women must be in charge of the internet right now. <laughs> okay. Right now. They're like, nope. We don't want them ninjas to see what's going on over there. I w wonder why it's not playing. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to share it on another tab because they, they definitely not let me share this. Uh, for y'all ninjas, y'all starving ninjas right here. Let me see if I can pull it up. Okay, here we go. Yeah, there we go right there. Hey, here we go. Yeah, call me maybe. All right, Flatback Supremes. Look at all these muskrats in the back. All right, definitely got on. Yes, there we go. Uh-huh, the fairer skin. There there we go right there. There y'all ninjas go for you starving ninjas out here. It's yeah, Flatback Friday. Starving. It's time to celebrate the hot ponytails. It's time to celebrate the sloppy. It's time to celebrate them right now. Give me the music. Yeah, call me maybe if you're in the U.S. Uh, this must be in Russia somewhere. They must be ready to go. All right. They wasn't trying to. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we go right there. Ninja. The cheerleader effect. The cheerleader effect is in full effect here, by the way. I broke down the cheerleading effect. But uh, that's what I'm talking about. What sorority house is this? Let me at them. Let me at them. All right. Here we go right here. <laughs> All right. Somebody, somebody would have fun there. Definitely would have fun. Somewhere in, uh, definitely somewhere in Eastern Europe. Let me see where these ladies are from. Uh, let's see. This says, call, so just call us maybe. Okay, where y'all at, ladies? Uh-oh, we got a lot of, uh, you know, Natashkas and Anastasias in there. Definitely, we're ready to go. Yeah, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of barbecue in there. It's barbecue in there. All right, anyway. <laughs> to contribute to today's show, Dollar Side the Notorious. CGA on the cash app, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and I'll be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel where you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. We're going to get in here real quick with all the contributions. And uh, without further ado, I want to appreciate and say thank you. Thank you for committing to your, your love gift to the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund because a child is a terrible thing to alienate and waste. Albert Wesker says women love you for your wallet, not your personality. What you think you get in girls now because of your looks? Ninja, please. You know mustache having with whiskers like a rat compared to beans you whack. All right, man. All right. Yeah, they just have to learn that. Ladies be like, I know the five ladies in here, my favorite 10 toes up gang. All right, they be like, coach, this is reprehensible. You're wrong. You're disgusting. I love men. They don't love men. I'm going to play a clip. All right. They don't, they don't really like us like that. But it is what it is. J-Flow says 100. He says, I love you means nothing without action. If you can't quantify it, then it doesn't exist. Coach Gang Yang, and it doesn't exist. Show me the love. Where is the love that you promised me? All right. I think I'm catching a little bit of a cold. I think it was from that Gordita that drove me around in that Uber even though she was wearing a mask. But, uh, but anyway, guys, we talk about the intangibles. Much of the love that comes from women, the, the love that they give you is they, they want to get this attention love. All right, but I want to see you clipping my toenails. That's what I'm talking about. I want to see you make my life easier. 
and my salami hard, not the other way away, not the other way around. I'm not here to make your life easier. All right, but uh, anyway, uh, Lay Door says, I hope this 20 euros pays for a drink this weekend. Indeed. Hey. Yeah. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? He said, I found the dark side in Europe, and coach, you truly are a modern-day prophet. Please play the weekend clip and stay blessed. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, Shout out nigga? to my ninjas on the dark side, man, the dark side. Once you go dark side, you can never come back, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once you go to the dark side, it's kind of hard to come back. You you will come back though. You will come back. <laughs> All right. And what'll happen is you'll come back and you'll be slightly annoyed. You'll be annoyed. Anybody in the dark side, press one on the chat if you're on the dark side. Press two in the chat if you regular normie. Right? If you just a normie. A lot of men, there's a lot of young men, you can't go to the dark side yet. You know why? Because you don't. I got money. You don't have that. But press one in the chat if you've been to the dark side and you'd be like, wow. Then you come back from the dark side and you try to deal with normie women and you're like, I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) You cannot do it. You're like, man, these women are, man, and listen, it's not just because they're women. But when you go to the dark side and you come back with normies, you'd be like, <laughs> all right, we got a person that pressed the five. All right, man. Yeah, you can't come back. Somebody, how come, how can I come to the dark side? Pause. All right, Ninja, how can you come? Yeah, that counts too, uh, uh, Mr. Father-in-law, somebody's father-in-law. That counts too. Somebody said, I can't do it, Ninja. I can't do it. I used to be like that. Then I went over there and I'm like, I can't, I can't come back. <laughs> All right, here we go right here. Yes, Mr. Father-in-law. Yes, yes, yes. All right, but uh, anyway, that's something we explain. That's something we explain on CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. But anyway, shout out to Cody Draper. He says, men need to be strong for themselves and set boundaries. If women don't comply, let them be broke and move on. Women are long overdue for consequences and repercussions. And yeah, we say that in a sense that men do not establish boundaries. And there's one why there's a reason why they don't have the leverage. But we got that's something we talk about. But men still fail to set boundaries. Shout out to Catfish Tail. He says, My two dollar bet, my dolphins is gonna score 35 versus the Raiders. Mm. You ain't lying. <laughs> right? You ain't lying there. I'm gonna um, you know, it's going to be a 10 a.m. game for me. I think I'll probably be done for the game about 1030. All right. I'll probably have seen everything I needed to see by 1030, maybe 1045. At that particular point, I have my entire Sunday ahead of me. First time in a long time. Charles Brown says, Coach, you didn't have to call me out as a father providing that I'm not a deadbeat. All right. You're a father providing that I'm not a deadbeat. He says, you really don't miss it took 10 years for people to realize that I'm a good father. Sad. And we really do dad sad out here. So you're providing. And, yep, they, they probably still called you a deadbeat. You don't pay your child support. All right. Uh, Anthony Allen said the sad thing about married men is that uh, they will lose a bag on their job to go home to satisfy their wife. Blessings on you, coach. And I need a 10 
about, I think you said I need a 10 flatbacks. I think you need about 10 flatbacks. Free agent lifestyle for life. Well, I got something. I got something for you right here. Ninja, there go your flatbacks. And there's 10 of them in there, handpicked and selected for you. Yep, there's 10 in there, Ninja. I mean, any type you want, you know, <laughs> any type you want. There's all your flatbacks in there right there. And look at them. They're jipper and chipper. That's how I like to see my woman. I want to see you having fun. Uh, these mopey dopey ass women. You ever see mopey dopey people? <laughs> right? They're mopey dopey. They argumentative. They frustrated. They frantic. They fidgety. Mopey dopey. I don't want no mopey dopey people around me. And if you a mopey dopey ass cloud, what does it do with the cloud over its head? Eeyore, straight up mopey dopey. All right, man. Listen, I want my women happy. Just a <laughs> right you know what i mean just a happy just a happy happy all right these women running around here like i'm not happy i'm not happy <laughs> i'll be like time to get rid of you all right trying to get rid of you you're not doing what you're supposed to do that's kind of like you know what how and i have a segment called are women just mean to men they treat men like we're the television that has the static remember this older people will remember this TVs used to kind of flip out and then it would lose kind of its function and it would make the uh, TV all fuzzy. It'll have the white noise. It'll have it. The, t- the tube will go out of uh, whack. And then what you would have to do is whack the TV on top of his head, right? You would have to go to the TV. Oh, look at the tube is tripping. You know, we don't have tubes anymore. But uh, the tube would start tripping and then you just smack the top of the TV. Bam. All right. What's wrong with this damn thing? Bam, bam. Right. <laughs> That's how women treat men. That's how they treat men. We just like the TV tube that just went bad, and they just come over. What's wrong with you here? Pat, just smack it on his head. Like, all right, get it together. Get it together. All right, treat me. All right. All right it's crazy. It's crazy, man. We want to be treated better than this. I say stand up for yourself. Soldier for God says men chase after what you want, not who you want. Damn. Tell them. Tell them out here. Priority straight. Strident Hermit. He says, Coach, have you ever been around men, guys, pause, who have game and the women are comfortable, but they just can't seal the deal? Any advice for them? I do. Yes, I do. I do. Uh, a lot of guys do run game. I know I've been around a lot of game ninjas. And uh, the thing that a lot of game ninjas are missing is closing. Because, they, you know, I actually... There is a video on my Patreon of some dating coaches that had the inability to close. And so what they tend to do is rely on their mouthpiece and take the conversation way too far. Right. They take the conversation way too far. And and uh, in their experience of talking, they think talking is good. You know what I mean? But what they're trying to do is they're trying to get a quick close because they know they're never going to see this woman again. So what they do is extend the conversation out unnecessarily. So their closing ability, right, they were there, but they, they tried to extend it more with the conversation. I broke that down with the dating coaches walking around Miami, and that's where they made a lot of mistakes. They literally just couldn't close the deal. Even when the woman was ready to go to the hotel, the woman, they, st- they stood around talking way too much. I'm like, you talking way too much, <laughs> right, ACDC in a building. Business idea, coach, create and sell a sound button. With all your sound effects on it. Oh, wow. I need to Reverend X a lot of people. Shout out to you. That's actually a good idea. Wow. I like that idea. Thank you, AC. 
All right. And Daniel McGee says, peace, quiet, and freedom, leveraging options, free agent lifestyle, and for life. We're going to talk about that later on. Macaroni Tony, he says, don't you stop. Don't you stop the music. Oh, man, he always giving me an old school song. Yeah, they be talking too much. (laughs) All right. He said ninjas talk too much. That's what it is. And uh, because we do, ninjas are very eloquent. We do have the gift of gab. We can be able to, because we talk in this rhythmic, hypnotic type of casual conversation, which I call charisma. We tend, ninjas tend to have natural charisma. You know what I mean? Even in the face of being hard-headed, we tend to be very eloquent in our speak. We know how to say things. We know how to talk it out. We can sell ice to an Eskimo. We can sell water to a well. And so because of that, we try to use that to our advantage, but we overuse it. We overuse it, and it's, it, it don't need to be all that. So when I hear mouthpiece ninjas, I'll be like, ninja, you talk too much, ninja. You don't need all that talking. You don't need all that talking. <laughs> all right. We got, we, let me get these two more, and then we're going to get it on the road here. No government name. Coach, you were right again about how some women operate. A Kaylee Dental hygienist asked a brother out while cleaning my teeth this morning. He said her husband just served her with divorce papers three weeks ago. Commence Operation Monkey Branch. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend? All right, nigga? shout out to those foldable Kayleys over in the uh, dental hygienist. That was, that's going to be an instant clap cheek. All right, she ready to get them cheeks clapped. Moose Hefner, and I'm going to get the show on, says, Coach, this Cassie and Diddy situation is crazy. I'm starting to believe a lot of it is true. I do, too. He says, whether if she's lying or not, it is important for men to just avoid putting themselves in these situations. I'm going to make that point. He says, just pay up front, give extreme aftercare, and go, or go monk mode is the way to go. And I hope everybody sees that. This is some of the advice that we're giving for men because the days of old are old. It's over. It's over, guys. We need a new day out here. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Let me commence the show with Doom and Gloom CGA. Hold on to your hats. All right, Doom and Gloom CGA is back, but uh, I have some interesting things to report here for the world that is changing right in front of you and you ninjas are standing here stuck in the mud. I try to give you a sense of urgency with these Doom and Glooms. I don't just want to say it's all bad and you'll never recover. I'm trying to tell you, you need to have a sense of urgency of how to apply yourself out here today. A lot of people are watching idly by the whole world change in front of them, and they ain't doing jack shit with it. And this is mind-boggling to me. Ninja 2019 ain't coming back. 2012 ain't coming back. 2004 ain't coming back. 1996 ain't coming back. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door, and Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. They're going to be gray and old, ladies and gentlemen. So here's the deal. You guys are waiting for things to return back so you can keep going as normal. But guys, those days are over. They're changing the world right in front of you. The rich are getting richer, richer, the poor are getting poorer. We're going to bring back Blue Chip Mindset on the Notorious CGA channel probably this weekend because 
A lot of you guys aren't prepared for this. You're waiting for the powers that be to deliver answers for you, and it ain't going to happen. Take a look at what's happening in New York. Take a look and look at what's happening in New York, okay? Um, here's the deal. Here's the deal. In New York, <laughs> they are now dealing with a migrant crisis. The mayor, Eric Adams, is trying to figure out how to deal with the migrant crisis. In this situation, What's happening is Mayor Eric Adams tried to call out the idea or the attention that they have a lot of prostitution there. The city is running rapid. They cannot afford it. What happened was um, he was going to go meet with uh, Joe Biden and um, they were going to have a meeting and he was going to go read Joe Biden, the riot act. Unfortunately, the day he was supposed to meet with Joe Biden, Joe Biden and the feds lost an investigation and raided his house and his <laughs> assistant's house. And told that ninja, you better get back in place and start showing your teeth. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. All right. And so what happened was Eric Adams said, okay, I guess we are not getting any federal uh, money on this one. We are a sanctuary city. We got to figure out how to make budget cuts to afford the migrants. Where are they going to make budget cuts? If you live in Gotham City, hold on to your hats. Let's go ahead and play right here Eric Adams' response after getting his house raided by the feds. Right, right when he was going to read Joe Biden the right act. Here we go right here. This is probably one of the most painful ex exercises I've gone through. And, you know, when we look at uh, around police, what the numbers of our police officers are going to be uh, and how we've done so well in dropping crime in our city, when we look at the school safety agents, uh, when we look at some of the other initiatives that we're doing, uh, that, uh, you know, it's going, to, it's going to be extremely painful for New Yorkers. And that is why we continue to say we need help. Now, the new numbers released this hour show that the city has spent $1.45 billion on the asylum seeker humanitarian crisis in fiscal new, year 2023. New, 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 the mayor has said the plan is to cut 5% for all city agencies unless the city receives more federal and state migrant crisis aid. New, now, new, one area new, of great new, concern new that you heard there and that parents of kids attending city schools are talking about are possible cuts to school safety agents that might require parents to volunteer to help out for security. And we Did you hear that, guys? New, 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 now, new world order. now, 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 they said, they said they're going to cut, the, they're going to basically defund the police. They're going to cut police jobs on the city that has 9 million citizens. They're going to cut it down 30,000 police and then have parents volunteer to be security agents. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, that man, ring the bell on these ninjas. Ring the bell. Hey, man, Gotham City's in trouble. All right. New York spent more than $1 billion on migrants. And, oh, let the leaking begin. This is just the beginning, Ninja. This is just the beginning. So um, and this is doom and gloom. I'm telling you. Um, you guys need to make your plan. If you live in New York, you can stay there. You can stay with your feet in the mud. You can stay there and not do nothing. And then guess what? <laughs> guess what? Your dumb ass, your dumb ass is going to be stuck in the mud. All right, you better start making some moves, some power moves. And kind of it's not that you're too late. You still have time, but you need to start planning your life around some of these things here because there's nothing really that you can do about it. It's getting out of control. Getting out of control. Speaking of 40-year mortgages. 
Mm. All right, I know what you're saying here. The Fed is going to do what? They're going to bring down the interest rates right when they get around 2%. Your dumb ass is going to run out here and go get a house. You're going to be afforded. Well, what you don't see coming is this 40-year mortgage. Now, I've talked about this for the last six months, about the 40-year mortgage. But a lot of people are going to try to afford their house via a 40-year mortgage. I mean, that's where it's going to be. That's the only way you can be able to afford your monthly payment because people are payment shoppers. People don't try to buy down points, buy down. uh, They don't try to do any of these things. And so as a result, as a result, you do things like this, 40-year mortgage. I think this is a fat L, and this is Rocket Mortgage trying to sell you on the pros and cons of a 40-year mortgage. However, it gets worse. It gets worse. If you think that's bad, how about this one, ladies and gentlemen? A 50 50 year mortgage ninja for you goofy ass normies oh my goodness ninja we in trouble out here 50 year mortgage you see that right on the screen you do see that right on the screen right the government is exploring whether ultra long fixed rate mortgages can make buyers a first time home buyer and make the experience more affordable while a new lender is granted permission to offer 50-year fixed-rate mortgage deals, Ninja. Man. Y'all ninjas better figure out what's going on, man. Listen, I know the mortgage is the death contract, but 50 years? (laughs) Ninja, man. Woo! Good luck out here, Ninja. And, of course, you guys voted for this. I cannot say anything more, but, hey, man, as you can see, they're trying to make a pivot and a plan. Ninja, we're not going to get wiped off the face of the earth. There's not going to be any meteor. I mean, we do know that there's one coming, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. You guys think that we're coming back to 2019. It's not happening. You think we're coming back to 2004? It ain't happening, guys. 1996 is over. You guys got to be a little bit more forward thinking and you got to have us of uh you got to have a a plan. You got to get your priorities straight. You got to have a sense of urgency. You got to actually be ready for the finesse. But you're not. You think you're going to get the low the interest rates are going to lower and the house prices are going to stay the same or collapse. They're not preparing you for that. There's no money in that. Remember there's money in the treatment. There's not money in the cure. So make sure you are vigilant and hyper vigilant about this and make some plans going forward before that's your only option out here. Man, 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 man. Good luck for y'all ninjas out here. Doom and gloom CGA out. All right. All you have to do is, I see a whole bunch of, whole, all you have to do is ninjas in here, but I don't think that's going to cut it. You guys, that you know how, <laughs> you know how people say, well, all you have to do is, anytime you hear that ninja run, these people don't have no solution. And you know, dumbass people are going to do what? They're going to do the opposite of all you have to do. <laughs> right? They're going to go in there. All you have to do is, what you do is, no, 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 no. That's not why the game is set up this way. The game is set up for them to make money, and they will because normies are going to do normie shit. (laughs) That's what they're going to do. They're going to make money on the dumbasses that go in there, which are 85% of the ninjas that tried to do all you have to do is, and they didn't do it. All right, so anyway, let me get in here, and we're going straggle and sniggle theater. Let's go. Slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky, come get high with me. That's a deal, right? 
Straggle Sniggle Theater, man. We got some straggles to report on and some sniggles, I'm pretty sure. Not that many because we got a great show today. All right, uh, first straggle up for sale here is Denise Richards and Charlie Sheen's daughter. Her name is Sammy Sheen. Well, what did she do? She went down and got some titties. All right, shout out to her, man. And listen, she's an underage 18-year-old. Yeah, man. All right, it's funny how they're underage, but they out here getting titties, all right? But they actually they actually could have changed their gender before they did that. And uh, boy, she stopped factory issue. All right, so here it is right here. Denise Richards' daughter, Sammy Sheen, gets titties despite mom's advice. All right, you know these flatbacks be doing this, by the way. They be doing this as graduation gifts. Uh, take a look here. Take a look here. Denise Richards done hit the wall, but yeah, they're just still going to spank. You know, you still spank it. All right, but uh, here she is looking like, my goodness, she looking like an ironing board. All right, but uh, what happened? You know she just has an OnlyFans, so she about to make big money out here. She about to make I money. I got money. Despite her mom, Denise Richards' discouragement against titties, Sammy Sheen decided to go through with the procedure anyway, man. You can't say these women, man. You can't save them. Can't save them. All right, can't save them. What did he say, man? It says right here on Wednesday, November 15th, Sammy, age 19, took age 19. Okay. Here we go right here. Took the social media to announce she has already had the surgery. She says, quote, guess who got a new rack today? Rack City. End quote. She captioned on Instagram story of her in a hospital gown. In another slide, Sammy posted a mirror selfie revealing the markings drawn on her body by the plastic surgeon. Literally two weeks ago, Sammy shared that she had been wanting titties since she was a young girl. Now, this is what I want to point out right here. This is what the this is the great awakening that I want you guys to really, really, really figure out. Young women, they just start earlier than us. They start thinking about these things. Yeah, we want a Lamborghini. We know we probably ain't going to get it when we turn 19. But young women think about these things strategically way before you guys want to acknowledge. I have a clip that I could play, and it's about a young woman who um, it was revealed that she had a relationship with a really, really famous deceased rap star, and um, she did so as a minor. Now, these are the things that people don't want to talk about, especially when we get to the story about Diddy and Cassie. People don't want to talk about these stories because they're uncomfortable with it. They don't want to think that young women are thinking of these things. But then later on, women want to play naive. Well, I didn't know. And this is what I have the problem with the Diddy and Cassie story is that we're doing the damsel in distress again. We're coming to the rescue of an individual who should have known. And she had Apple time to leave, but now we're saying she was trafficked. And I just can't go for that because these people know what they're doing. They're very much, they're smarter than we give them credit for. And to say, well, she didn't know what to do. She was stuck, paralyzed. No, she was stuck on the lifestyle and the money. Same with these young girls. And they do this. They think these things through well in advance. But she was thinking about getting titties when? Well, how young, Ninja? How young? You guys got to understand that this is kind of how the game is played. And then when it doesn't work out for them and they paint themselves in the corner, oh, untie me from the railroad tracks. Somebody says social media ruined them. No, this is what, guys, this is nothing new. This is nothing new. Impress, impress a one in the chat if you want me to play the clip because I don't want to really play the clip because it's kind of outing the deceased star 
And I don't want to out the deceased rap star because I really do admire the guy. And I don't want to put attention on him like this. Now, I just want to highlight one part of it. And the part of it is the woman participated in a certain lifestyle at a young age. And she was a complete volunteer. Press a one in the chat if you want me to play it. Remember, you asked me to play it. I'm not here to out the star. I'm not here to say the star was a, a metaphile. But I just want you to I just want you to really, really put two and two together. Okay, we're gonna play the clip. We're gonna play the clip. Because, you know, a lot of people, again, the, the reason why I'm holding Cassie more responsible is because she chose for lifestyle purposes to stick around. On Diddy. Now, Diddy is who he is, and she knew who she was. But she was she knew well enough, and she had ample opportunity to leave, walk up out of there, and she did it. Now, you're like, that's victim blaming. Ninja, how do you stick around for 10, 11 years being a volunteer? All right, I'm not saying she should be abused. I'm saying, Ninja, how do you stick around for 10, 11 years? This is the damsel in distress. They know fully well what they're doing. I just showed you, I just showed you, uh, 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 what is her name? Denise Richards' daughter. Okay, they know this all around, right? All right, here we go. We're here. We got. We're gonna load up the clip. We're gonna load up the clip. And some people have already done the math. It's quite uncomfortable. The clip is about Tupac Shakur. Okay, now the clip is about Tupac Shakur. And when he was a young man, he was messing with a certain woman. They were close. A person's gonna confront her about information that he knows, and then you're gonna see her response. And then we're gonna do the math. And then we're going to determine what was going on here. All right, listen, I'm not here to out Tupac, remember. All right, so here we go right here. This is the clip. It comes from the Art of Dialogue. And the, the rapper that they're referring to is Tupac, the woman, Desiree Smith. Okay, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Said that they formed a sex tape involving you and Tupac. And they said that you looked at underage and under the influence. And the second article was Tupac attorney replying to the news and saying that you wasn't underage and you wasn't under the influence. If you don't mind, break all that down for me. You and Tupac making a sex tape and the police searching Tupac hotel room and finding the tape and you finding out the news that they got it. Uh. <laughs> yep. I don't know. We were just having fun. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> Listen. And again, this is all stuff that has kind of been handled. But a lot of guys overlook this. Now, they kind of did the that Somebody did the math on this, and they determined that at the time, you go back on the math, you go back at the time, this was a woman that was in her mid-teens. Mid. So these are critical times that you really need to get to your daughters. You need to really get to your nieces. You really need to get to your cousins. You, re, you guys want to act like 19, what, Cassie was 19. You want to act like Cassie was just out here just completely oblivious. And then 20 and 25, and then at 30, she woke up. No, 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 no. <laughs> right? No, 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 no. And when I say victim and volunteer, we start got to start having these tough conversations. Okay? But again, I'm not trying to put Pac out there. I've been telling you that the groupie scene is overwhelmingly minors, and people that are just barely above minors. Everybody knows that. Probably 14 to 22. These are what groupies are. They're not rapping about 30-year-old women. They're rapping about these women in this age group. All right? It is what it is. It is what it is. But the conversation needs to be had about this, and people refuse to. So when you come over here talking about, well, didn't give Diddy the right to abuse her, I'm going back to say, let's start talking to young women really early about this. 
so we don't keep playing this goofy game of damsel in distress. This is nothing but a Me Too movement case where the volunteer stuck around for 10 years. All right. And then now you want me to feel sorry for her? The answer is no. Nope. The answer is no. All right. Diddy is a low life, according to what the details are. Everybody knows that. She knew it. She fully knew it. All right. But here it is right here. Diddy Combs accused of sex trafficking. Really? I mean, how far are we going to let this go? Sex trafficking. I mean, you know, Andrew Tate was accused of it as well. But, but, but really, is this what we're doing? <laughs> now we're going to trafficking. And again, I told you guys, pimp culture is dead. All of this stuff is dying. Uh, you guys got to really watch how you're dealing with women. All right. I'm talking about from the bottom to the top. So we're doing trafficking now. Like how? She, how did he traffic her? <laughs> like, that's what I want to know, man. Like, like this would be interesting conversation of how this fits into the definition of it. But dumb ninjas and simps and women are going to say, yep. Mm. Yep. I mean, this gets crazy, man. And they're going to put a Rico charge on him. This is how they're going to dunk him. And who had this on your bingo card? Suge Knight and P. Diddy in jail. I mean, I certainly didn't have this on my bingo card. Right in 1996, if I would have predicted Coach Thomas in 1996 that Diddy and Suge Knight would be locked up, I probably would have made some money. Maybe I would have made some money in Vegas on 201 odds that those both of those men would be in prison. This ninja need to go where Russell Simmons is at right now. This is crazy, but um, you know this is what we're doing today. I think the accountability has people start need to start holding people accountable for the decisions that they made, and I'm of the opinion. That she made the decision because, because, yeah, the man act. And I told you, I warned you about the man act. They're going to use it on you. All these ninjas, man, they're going to eventually use the man act on a lot of guys. They're going to get P. Diddy and they get a lot of people with the man act. But at some particular point, y'all need to wake up and smell a coffee. We're going to talk about how people set people up and you're being set up for this. Kosher Thomas is on it. Uh, what is this right here? Uh, there was another point that I was going to make, but I find it, this is completely it's completely obvious that uh, that's the point I was going to make. The point I was going to make is people were saying she didn't know what to do. She was paralyzed. They, they're showing a clip of um, young jock talking about Diddy saw some woman that had her sh hair shaved off and then um, told Cassie to shave her hair off. She shaves her hair off. And they're like, well, she didn't know what to do. Really? <laughs> she did it. She didn't know what to do. Are we this? Are we playing this stupid? She was paralyzed. He had a spell on her. This is what people were saying. Like, really? She didn't know to say, hell no. I don't want to shave my hair off and stand up on her square and walk clean the hell off. Like, she could have walked up out of there and said, you know what? Last straw. <laughs> but no. You know why? Because she liked the money and the lifestyle. Period. Now, when you throw that on there, Ninja, I can't feel sorry for you. I cannot feel sorry for you. You didn't want to leave the money in the life. Ninja, you chose to sell your soul to the nanny goat. Now you want me to feel sorry for you. Bullshit. <laughs> All right, hell no. You traffic because you don't want to shave your hair off? Man, this is crazy, man. We got, we got to leave these people and say, you're an adult in this situation. You're not a hostage. What was he going to do? Blow your car up? Well, he, well, he might have done that. <laughs> he might have done that. But listen, Diddy is a goofy anyway. He is who he is, and she knew who he was. But she's supposed to be held hostage by the fact? Oh, my goodness.
Oh, man, this is crazy, man. But see, the lifestyle's too good. Can we admit that she stuck around for the money in her life? Yep. Does that make it any worse? No. But does that make her a victim? It doesn't. That made her a volunteer. You chose this <laughs> right here. All right, anyway. Uh, anyway, let's get back to the show about this real quick, man, because I'm tired of the bull. Y'all not ready for it. This dude right here, this young guy, goes off on three women. Three women try to put him straight, and they try to gaslight him. Let's play the clip. All right, it's probably going to be it. Oh, it is an advert. This game. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. You're not ready. That's why you got to make sure you got somebody solid. Like, mm -hmm. I truly believe, like, whenever I'm, like, in my relationship. Ain't no girl solid. Don't mm -hmm. do that. No. You no girl on this planet is solid. Mm -mm. I feel like you ain't met one yet. That's why you feel that way. You only 24, though. You got no a lot more life to bro. live. Ain't no girl solid. That's not true. We're going to chat again before? when you're 34. Huh? You see the nigga before? Hey. Let me, before we, before we reveal the rest of the clip, I don't know who these people are. But this says right here, dude said ain't no woman solid. All of them cheat on men when they're in committed relationships. Now, the data suggests this, especially when you have minority women, black women for sure, for sure they cheat at a high, high rate. It's ridiculous. All right, but. This young man is in his 20s. The women, the other women are in their 30s. And he went off to say, he said, look, there's no really no good women out here. Meaning that there's no solid women who don't cheat. That was his point. And they gaslight. They, they try to gaslight him. Oh, yeah, what? You don't know what you're talking about. Not all women. And guess what? What's his name? He's a rapper. Rob49. Shout out to Rob49. All right. Um, and it, they tried to say, no, nah, that's not true. That's not true. But watch this. He challenged them. And this is what men should need to do in these situations because the first response was to gaslight. All right, so let me let me repeat the clip here and we can break it down. Here we go. That's why you got to make sure you got somebody solid. Like, mm -hmm. I truly believe, like, whenever I'm, like, in my relationship. Ain't no girl solid. There you go. He stood on this square. Ain't no girl solid. And I would say the same thing. They're, the only time they are solid is when the situation where they've already been through experience, which is fine to me. They tend to say, hey, I learned from my mistakes. But if a girl was, he's going to make the point. Let me let, let me let him make his point. Don't do that. No. You no don't girl on this planet. There it is. You don't, see, you don't believe that? You don't believe that? That's not true. What? What kind of girls you meeting? You young. You see that? You don't believe that? All right, let me, let's, let's continue. Here we go right here. Stop it. Mm-mm. I feel like you ain't met one yet. That's why you feel that way. You only 24, though. You got no a lot more life to bro. live. Ain't no girl solid. All right. And so he said what he said. Oh, you only 24? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Negro, please. You young. You only 24. All right. Now watch this. Watch this. That's not true. We're going to chat again, you know, you we you chat again when before? you 34. Huh? You see on nigga Hell yeah. There it is. And I know you guys say want to play the clip. Have you cheated on a man before? She said, hell yeah, ninja. Wait, <laughs> wait, let's go back. He just said, ain't no women solid. You two ladies, you two goons, set up there and gaslit him. And then when he said, okay, let me ask you the question. Have you ever cheated on a man? Hell yeah. Okay, what, what we talking about? <laughs> man, he, they, guys, you guys got to do this, man. You got to do this. You got to make sure you ask the question. Okay, let me challenge you 
and figure out, because I just said that, you tried to tell me no, and now you confirmed it. The hell? I'll right, do it again. Solid. She said, I'll do it again. All right, I'll play a little bit more of the clip. Look at her. Look at her, guys. Guys, listen. This woman got cheating skeezer all over, written all over her. You cannot tell me this woman ain't cheated with glee. All right, but she said, and I'll do it again. She, he literally proven his point. I'll play the clip now with uninterrupted so you can see it. Here we go. Tell you. Not sure. We let me, let me tell you, you, you when, we you gonna chat again when you 34. Huh? You cheated on a nigga before? Hell yeah, and right, I'll do it again. Solid. You cheated on a nigga before? You're maybe. not solid. You cheated but on a nigga? Maybe. You never cheated Queens. on a nigga? How many boyfriends you had? <laughs> Period. You're not solid. How you love that many <laughs> niggas? <laughs> No, no, but no, no you love that many okay. niggas. But let me tell you why. How, how many niggas you saw you love them to? At least three, four. At least, yeah. I still why are you me. loving that many niggas? How many times you been in love? But you not out of the relationship and you get in the Now, you hear this? Now you're hearing them all trying to figure out they scrambling. They scrambling forces. <laughs> now they sound like they in the zoo. Now they sound like they in the zoo trying to figure it out. Now they talking all over each other. And he literally had them prove their point, his point, right out in front of him. So where where are they? And the reality is, once they hit a certain age, they've already ruined their good wholesome. Can they be good now to him and loyal to a guy now that they need a guy? Yeah, they can now. But they've already been ran through more times in the Holland Tunnel. <laughs> they already got the body count. And now they're trying to, oh, well, God, 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 God. All right, nah, man, it's too late now. And look at him sitting back. Rob Foe 9 just leaning. Look at him. Pimping, leaning, and fiending. <laughs> that did you look at him right here. He's sitting back like. <laughs> he like, man, you can't fool me. You can't fool me. I'm a G out here. Shout out to Rob Foe 9 He said, man, please. And they scrambling forces right now. <laughs> they were shuffling. Oh, my goodness. Next uh, straggle here, we have a. We have a manufacturer straggle. We're <laughs> speaking of breast implants. This woman has something to say. Um, and of course, how old is this woman? How old do you think this woman is here? This woman is way over 40. All right. She, this woman has been, she's been messing around since Def Leppard and pour some sugar on me. Pour some sugar on me mm, in the name of love. So she got her hair extensions. She got her titties, fake tan. You know what I mean? She got her ball cap on. She's trying to get the country boys, the truckers. I cannot wait to hear what this woman has to say here. Listen, this is going to be despicable here, but here we go right here. Let's get it. Let's get it going. Needs to hear this, but cute boys are overrated. Find yourself a solid seven that makes you laugh and beats the kitty up. You just won the jackpot. Mm -hmm. Needs to hear this, but cute boys are overrated. Find yourself a solid seven that makes you laugh and beats the kitty up. You just won the jackpot. We also got a nose job and lip injections. I mean, she's got the whole, she's got the whole build a bitch starter packet on. She definitely got it right here. Gotcha, All right. So. And she's probably a couple of years overdue for the breast implants. All right. Um, but uh, here we go right here. Now at what age? 40 plus. 40 plus. Now it's, you know what? Cute guys are overrated. Mm. Get you a solid seven. I tell you guys, uh, it's going to be hard-pressed. You're going to be hard-pressed to prove to me that women love men. <laughs> You're gonna, it's hard-pressed. 
I mean, it's going to be a hard thing for me that women love men for men, right? Just, just for you. Because now she'd have been ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel. Yeah, that's brothers. All starving. right, brothers are starving, but now she wants to be oh, find you a solid seven that can beat the kitty up. What happened the last thirty years? What happened when you was in Tupac's room at fifteen? Now here you are at what age? What now? Thirty? Now you're forty-five. Thirty years down the line, you know what? Get you a solid seven that can beat the kitty up. Get you a gum. Find you a goofy. And that's you. And then manipulate the hell out of him. <laughs> manipulate the hell out of him. All right. And he'll be lucky to have you. He'll do anything because look at me. I'm hot. This is what she believes. Okay, here we go. Needs to hear this, but cute boys are overrated. Find yourself a solid seven that makes you laugh and beats the kitty up. You just won the jackpot. And that's you. Hey, guys, you just she says she just won the jackpot. Guys, it's never about you, ninjas. And that's you. It's never about you. It's about them. It's never about what. Just get you a guy that's just be slobbering off of you. Lucky to have you. All right. And, and, and you get you somebody below, below you in the looks. He'll think you're a princess, a queen. You can have him wrapped around your little finger. You won a jackpot. Ninja. That's all. Guys. <laughs> Yep, and she still thinks she's a 10. Ain't nobody going to tell her otherwise. Listen, she will get cheeks clapped, but she ain't a 10 anymore. I mean, she just doesn't meet the criteria. How about this one right here, Straggle and Cynical Theater? We're going to the United Kingdom. Man, the UK black chicks be on something else out here, brothers. I don't know how you deal with them. I don't know how you deal with them. I, I don't know, man, but uh, check this woman out here. She says um, she doesn't like nice guys. Again, here we go right here. Nice, girl, nice guys never get like the, the girl. I'm, I'm not the girl he's looking for. Okay, right, right. I'm very raw. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm not into that mushy, cute bullshit. I see. You yeah, understand? That's just me. Yeah. Don't be looking into my eyes with puppy love. I said, oh, you're so beautiful. <laughs> I love you, but like, I, that's just not, that's not me. Yeah. So I can only speak on me. Don't do that shit. Because I'm not interested in that stuff. That's just me. Why Man, boy, them thick ass thighs just sitting up there, boy. She got that hand barely covering her panties or her lack of panties. I don't think she has panties on with that outfit. Peace sleeve just sitting there. All right, but um, anyway, she got her peace sleeve out. But uh, nice guys, no, 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 no. She wants to be dominated. She wants to be choked. She wants to swallow kids and spit down her throat. She wants her hair yanked. Now, here's the funny thing. You know the fun thing about this, guys? <laughs> right? Here we go right here. I, I'm of the opinion that women openly admit that they want to kind of be what? Degraded. They want to be in these situations. They're volunteering for these situations. I know you're going to say it's different. But they're volunteering for this. They're asking for it. They're saying, I'm not that type of girl. I don't want a ninja that loves me. And then when it's time to say, well, he was an abuser. But you stick around for 5, 10, 15, 11 years, and then you say you were traffic and abuse. But, but before that, I don't like nice guys. Nice, girl, nice guys never get, like, the, the girl. I'm, I'm not the girl he's looking for. Okay, right, right. I'm very raw. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm not into that mushy, cute bullshit. I see. You I understand? See. That's just me. Yeah. Don't be looking into my eyes with puppy love. I said, oh, you're so beautiful. <laughs> I love you, but, like, I, that's just not, that's not me. Yeah. So... I can only speak on me. Don't do that shit. 
Because I'm not interested in that stuff. That's just... Ugh. Yeah, there you go right there, man. Dominate me. Degrade me. <laughs> All right, this is crazy, man. This is nuts. You guys got to watch out for these setups here. All right, we got another straggle in Sniggle Theater here to show you. Let me see how many more I got. Okay, one more. And I think I played this clip, but somebody reshared it to me, and uh, I'll play it again of this woman here. I think I played this one. Let's play it. I'm going to let you men in on a little secret, ladies. Don't kill me for this, but women hate for a man to know his word. I said, yeah, we don't like that shit. Nigga come around thinking he know his worth. Oh, he too good for this. He too good for that. A man that know his worth ain't gonna let us play with him. And I don't like that. I, me personally, I don't like that. Nigga, I need you to come around not knowing shit. Woo, man. Ninjas, will y'all figure it out? I try to spell it out for you goofies. I try to spell it out for you goofies. I need you to <clears throat> listen up, class. Listen up, class. I know women are like, you're always playing straggles. I played her before because I played about three other women saying something similar. Okay. But this is general population here. This is true. Now, I just played you another clip of the woman saying the exact same thing. This is what she said as well. All right. Get you somebody that doesn't know his worth, that thinks you're everything. He couldn't got you 10 years ago. And then you just show up. And that's you. And then you'll hit the jackpot. Okay. But here we're right here. But a guy that knows his worth. They don't like that. And so when a guy stands up, they're like, you're talking nonsense. This is so not true. Remember, this guy even challenged it. This guy even challenged it. Rob 4-9. All right, I know my worth. And he sat back there like a young king, a young lion. And then them women had to. Gah, 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 gah. The guys that know their worth, they cannot say they cannot do anything with them. They want you stupid. They want you to be dumb. They want you to be easily manipulated. They want you to believe I'm a victim. I'm a victim. Damsel in distress, come save me. And they made the choice to be there right here. This woman said, we made the choice to be there. I chose this. This woman right here said, yep, where, where, where's she at? Where's the Tupac clip? This woman right here said, yep, I was there. <laughs> and she looked like, what? Uh-oh, you calling me out. We don't want to do the math, do we? All right, so this is the this is the thing that's happening here. So essentially what this woman said was, we don't, and yeah, she's a little country. This woman's a little country. I might have to translate. I'll do, a, I'll do a country girl translation here. All right, this woman sounds like she's from Houston or Beaumont, Texas. Here we go. I'm going to let you men in on a little secret, ladies. Don't kill me for this, but women hate for a man to know his word. All right, she said, <laughs> she said, jive turkey. I'm going to tell y'all out here, you fool. All right. I'm going to tell you, and ladies, don't kill me for this. She said, women hate for a guy to know his worth. That Guys, this is the answer. And you, I want you to notice, a lot of the men that know their worth and actually could say, nah, you're going to have to do a little bit better than this. You know what happens? They be like, they gone. They don't want to deal with it, uh, especially if you're the older they are. They're around 32. They're like, I don't have time for this. I don't have time to get you across the finish line. Now, I'm going to play another clip later on where I know men, you think women are dumb. I just feel sorry for you. I always give the utmost respect to women and their ability to play dumb. They play dumb in front of you ninjas all the time. Now, I've been on the other side of women when they play dumb and your goofy ass walk off and they turn around to their friends and they go, wink. 
they turn around to their friend is like, I got this goofy ass ninja wrapped around my finger. And I'd be sitting there like, dudes, don't you guys don't even know. So you can't be manipulated by them. You always try to ask questions. I always say, okay, well, Cassie, have a seat. Let me ask you some questions here. People don't want to do that. Oh, no, coach, you, she, she was just, and he, and two wrongs don't make a right. Dumb ninjas again. You're treating her like she's dumb. I, tri- I tell you, women are smart. This isn't the old red pill. Women are smart as hell. You know who they really smart on? Dumb ninjas like you. That always come to their defense. Trying to treat them like a kid and like they're dumb. They're not stupid. They're very, they're very smart and cunning. They're savage and they're manipulative. I don't know how this can get censored. I'm big upping women. They're not, you know who stupid ninjas are. You men are the dumb ones. Cause you fall for this ish every time and they belt, you bail them out. Oh, you spent 10 years getting to be no, 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 ma'am. Have a seat here. <laughs> right. They smart. They're smart enough to spend years figuring out how to manipulate you <laughs> right here. They clever and cunning and they know what they doing on you goofies. And, and all they need is a dumb ninja like you to fall for it. When you challenge them, they don't like it. All right, here it is. When you challenge them, they don't like it. Listen, that's what she's saying. I said, yeah, we don't like that shit. We don't like that. He knows his worth. He challenges me. We don't like that. They want to challenge you. You need a woman that challenges you. No, I don't. Nick, come around thinking he know his worth. Oh, he too good for this. He too good for that. Yep. If you come around here knowing your worth, Oh, I'm too good for this. Yep. If you come around here knowing your worth, what happens? A man that knows his worth ain't going to let us play with him. And- a man that knows his, I'm trying to translate this. A man that knows his worth ain't going to come, let us come around and play with him. A man that knows his worth is not going to let us come around and play with him. Y'all need just need to really tighten up out here. Tighten up. Because they're not dumb. It's you dumb then just like, I'm going to manipulate her. I'm going to run game on her. You ain't running shit on her. She already didn't heard everything you got to say by 50 different ninjas or more. She hears it every day. You use it once a week. Who's got the advantage? And I don't like that. I, me personally, I don't like that. Nigga. Yeah, me personally, I don't like that. I don't like when a guy stands up for himself. I don't like that. I need you to be a dumb ninja. I need you to come around not knowing shit. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I need you to come around here not knowing shit. Am I making it clear? Am I making it clear? How much more? And you're going to be like, that's a strack. Guys, guys, it don't matter what race. It don't matter if they country, small town, big city, backwoods, Memphis, Houston, Los Angeles. It don't matter where you getting them from. Uh, They need your ass to come around here not knowing shit. Nigga, I need you to come around not knowing shit. There you go. <laughs> I'm trying to make my case. I'm trying to make my case, but y'all can keep out here doing what y'all doing, man. You guys are falling for the okie doke every single time. Anyway, that's Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky, come get high with me, that's a deal, right? 
All right, man. Let's get to the uh, let's get to the contributions, and then the next one: Are women just being mean to men? Are they mean to us? We have feelings, ladies. Ladies, I just want to let y'all know, gentlemen, we got feelings too. <laughs> we got feelings out here, all right. And why you treat me so bad? Them girls be trying to treat us bad out here. All right, where we at here? Uh, shout out to No Government ABH Major League Baseball just approved. The Oakland A's move to Las Vegas. This should be interesting. I'm a big fan of baseball, too. And uh, people are trying to figure out the logistics. I knew this was going to happen for sure. And uh, the Las Vegas A's will be a reality, whether it's next year, not next season, but the season after. And um, or if they have to wait until 2028. My idea is that they're going to play in the Las Vegas baseball park in Summerlin, probably after this season coming up, 2024. After this summer, they'll move probably to Summerlin. It's a very small, intimate baseball stadium. I don't know how they can have a play in there because it's very small, but they'll do it, and uh, it'll be packed to the rafters. But I'm looking forward to a lot of sports being here in Vegas. But to be honest with you, by the time they build a stadium in Las Vegas um, for the A's, I probably won't live here. I probably won't be living here. (laughs) right? So that's 2028. That's a full five years away. I'll probably be gone by then. All right, what are we doing here? Kaylin is in the building. What did Kaylin have to say? Kaylin says, I don't know, but JG says, Coach, thanks a million. I work with six-figure dudes, and I was listening to them talk about how long it's been since they got sex from their wives. One guy said six months and three trips and no peace leave. He says, LOL, it's sad. Yo, yo, what do I tell y'all, man? And if you didn't get my book, 52 Things That All Men Should Do Prior to Considering Marriage, it's a manual of what you would do if you were sucker for love, Ninja. I got a book for you. It was free for a minute, but um, it is on Amazon. I got to fix it, but it's a small manual. It's an easy read because, you know, ninjas don't read. But I encourage you to go through several steps before you consider marriage. One of them is to surround yourself by married men. And it's easy. Listen to them. Listen to married men. Now, married men are going to either do something where they don't glitch and they don't sound alive, or they're going to tell you the truth. Best thing you could do is surround a married man by young, attractive women and alcohol, if you really want the truth. All right? And I said this in the book. I said this in the book. And the book is kind of funny, but it's hardcore reality. Take a married man. Oh, wait a minute. I got the wrong clip up. Take a married man around young, attractive women and alcohol and have him start talking. What you're going to find out is he don't give his, his wife and him have not slept together sexually for a long time. Longer than you would be comfortable with. Longer than you will be comfortable with. You will be shocked at the amount of people who ain't, having sex in marriage, right? Mm. You will be floored. And this, these guys are six-figure guys, suburban guys, guys that take their guy, wife on vacation. They take their wife on vacation, and they don't have sex. <laughs> they don't have sex at all. You'll be shocked. You'll be like, really? Yep, I took her here. We went to Cancun. She had bubble guts diarrhea she was bleeding like a stuffed pig soon as we landed at the resort she said she was on her period she said you know at the end of the trip maybe her period will dry up maybe she'll just be spotting 
then they got on the plane, they got into an argument, and they got their ass. They went back to Columbus, Ohio, and he went dry. Mm. Just nothing y'all know. It's a cold world out here. <laughs> it's a cold world. Uh, anyway. But guys will find out. He said he was just talking to his guys, uh, six-figure guys, successful guys. They getting no producer at their house. It's, it's mad. It's madness. And when they finesse you like that, they laughing at you. Because you're thinking, oh, I feel bad for asking her to drop that neck. I, f- I feel bad about asking her, but what that mouth do? Yep, there it is. I just was thinking about that. But what that mouth do? I feel bad. Because every time I ask her what that mouth do, she look at me like this. So I say, okay, honey. And then they go home with the limp salami. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. Somebody says after three years together with wifey, sexist marriage is the norm. Yep. It's, it's, what to, it's what to expect. Do not be surprised when your marriage goes sexless. Because not nature-wise, it should go sexless. Right, it should go sexless. And when I talk about sex, I'm not talking about no intercourse. I'm not talking about no hurry up, get your nut. <laughs> uh, the term sexist marriage is kind of misleading. It's assuming that there's no sex, but that's not true. Uh, sexist marriage constitutes a marriage that is ha- not has sex more than 10 times in a year. 10 times in a year. So uh, you can be having intercourse with your wife and you could get lucky one or two times a month but that almost one or two times a month almost constitutes a sexist marriage. It's very close. I mean, it's it's not even that great compared to what a sexist marriage is. I think it's 10 times a year is a sexist marriage. Um, so if you have it two times a month and you round that off to 24, that might as well be sexless. You might as well just chalk that up and you ain't getting it on. Anyway. All right, crazy, crazy, crazy. Somebody said, what percentage of marriages are sexless? Well, in the 10 times a year category, 20% or better, 20%. So when you, wrap, when you go up to the next category up, okay, more than 11 to 30 times, that's going to be another 20, 20% as well. If you think married people are getting freak nasty, you out of your monkey ass mind, <laughs> right? You out of your mind, guys. And I want men to know this. There's going to be a woman in here, not me. Again, anecdotal. I'm giving you data across the general board. I'm giving you experiences that I know about men. Most men that get married are either alpha simps or beta. Those are the guys that stick around. And then eventually what will happen is, (laughs) this is the stuff that will happen is, um, those guys get stuck going, yes, dear. If you have kids, if you have children, Young children, you ain't getting a lot of sex at all. You're getting hurried up, rush sex. Are you okay? Did you feel good? Good boy sex. Yeah, I know. Anyway. Kaylin says, what's up, coach? The Diddy Cassie situation made me think about lawsuits being the new divorce even more. The impact of men refusing to marry women is paramount. You're supposed to move on from your ex, but not in a hurt woman's mind. Okay, yeah. But marriage is the new, I'm sorry, lawsuits are the new form of divorce because what Diddy did was say, hey, you lose, you invested 10 years of your life, of your youth, of your attractiveness, now you're 37, I'm out, go home. And But what, what she's doing now is using a form of divorce. That's what she, This is all, 
she can leave all the stories behind. All right. And people keep forgetting she tried to extort him prior to filing this lawsuit. So people forget about that part. You forget about they said, well, according to his lawyers, if we're going to believe stuff, she tried to extort him prior to filing this lawsuit. And I covered this in the previous video. So if you missed that, you might go back because I I covered the time clock that she's using. She's working against a statute that expires next week. She already contacted them six months prior several times to get $30 million. So she's not suing for $30 million. She tried to get $30 million off of them, threatening that she was going to write a tell-all book. So when we, when we go into that, what was it? Was she an abuse victim or she just was threatening them that she's going to tell everything she knows? She was smart enough to call him up six months ago and say, I need $30 million or I'm going to talk. <laughs> All right, that's listen. All right. So that's what it is. Like, can we be honest? Ninjas don't want to be honest. <laughs> here we go right here. Uh, let me see here. What are we doing here? Man, what is all these? Uh, what is it? She was so dumb to stick around, but she wasn't dumb enough to call him up to ask for $30 million. All right. But listen, that doesn't mean he didn't do anything to her. And it wasn't her NDA that expired. It was her, it was her, um, it was the New York State statute called the New York Adult, let me pull it up, the Adult Survivors Act that was about to expire. Okay, so I covered this in the previous video, but I know people don't watch everything. The New York Survivor, Adult Survivors Act was about to expire on November 24th, uh, November 23rd, 2023. That's what was about to expire. So, she had six months to sit around, and then this came up. You see what I mean? That's what was about to expire. Right here, it was signed into law, April 22nd, April 2022. Then, in November 22, it went into effect, which they would look back one year, one window look back right there from November 2022 to November 2023. It was going to expire on November 23rd, 2023. That was about to expire. <laughs> right. And so she went back and said, I better get this in before I can't get it anymore. Now they can look back no matter when the abuse happened. So it is what it is, man. It is just a new form of divorce. Anyway. Mr. Grove says. Uh, coach, I'm so tired of their abuse and controlling issues. Men set boundaries and it's abuse. Yep, that, this is a trap. If you set boundaries, it's abuse and controlling. Ex, exes do it and it's empowering. Shake my head. Free agent lifestyle is the only answer. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, it's a tough position to be in because there's a funny meme out here. Um, that I want you to be aware of. And it kind of covers this woman right here. All right, so it kind of covers what this woman says. And ladies can know about this, especially women that like to get degraded. You like rough sex. There's a lot of women that like rough sex, degrading, nasty. You know, you'll be surprised. They'll be like, you get them in the bedroom. I like to be pounded. And you're like, damn, like. <laughs> but here's the deal. Where's the meme? There's a fine line between dominating and domestic assault. Sometimes 
it's hard to figure where that line is. Sometimes that line can be moved after the fact. That's called removing consent. And I think this is what Cassie is doing. She participated in it. Now she removed consent after the fact. For instance, here she is. I like to be dominated and degraded. And then, <laughs> then later on, well, I don't like it. It was abuse and blah, blah, blah. It's a fine line. That line has to be acknowledged. Saying don't worry about the line is not smart. Let me see here if I can find it. Fine line between uh, domestic abuse and domination. Okay, I can't. Let me see here. Domestic violence. Okay, here we go. Let me see if I can find that meme. It's a pretty funny meme. It's a truck meme. Uh, I can't find it. All right, I saw it not too long ago. But basically, it's a truck that's parked in a driveway, and the mirror is that close to the house. And they were like, the line of the line between dominant relationship and controlling and abuse is that thin. <laughs> it's a fine line. And you can say, we're hearing stories. Jonah Hill, we're hearing stories where they're like, oh, no. Well, let's look back 10 years. At this point in the relationship, I was uh, abused. What point would that be? What point would that be? They'll reel it back and say, in year one, year two, I was abused in the relationship. How long did you stay? 10 years. And then you're going, wait a minute. <laughs> That's that's just too much. That's too much wiggle room. I told you about a divorce story. I told you about a divorce story. Couples was married for more than 15 years. They get divorced or she files for divorce. In the divorce proceeding, she said she was sodomized. Now, everybody knows what that means. The date she was sodomized was in the second year of the marriage. They went 15 years. She went back and said she was graped in the marriage, and it was in year two. Now, that's going to be hard to prove. Like, <laughs> okay, so you're telling me this happened. He put it in the wrong hole. Maybe it was an accident. Were you drunk? Did you consent? Did you remove consent? I have no idea. But you stuck around for 13 extra years? <laughs> I need answers. I'm not just going to run back and say, yep, she was. No, 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 no. We need a thorough explanation of what we're talking about. Because this is just getting ridiculous at this point. Like, why did you stay 13 extra years? I need a good reason why. Well, I was loyal and I was scared of him and he was going <laughs> to. It's just. Man, it's, it's wild as hell. Avery says, I was watching a big YouTuber the other day that has been on platform for over a decade. And don't quote me on this. He said, uh, if you're demonetized against YouTube terms of service to continue making channels, that's what I do. This means channel termination. That is worst case scenario. If you continue, make why you be typing all these long gas. All right. I believe it would be under the at since. Okay. Oh, okay. He says, be careful making you channels, new channels. Okay. Thank you for that one. Appreciate that. Okay, okay. Thank you. That was quite lengthy. We got a couple more. And I am becoming to be under the weather. It is very rare of me to become sick, but I do feel it. Shout out to Kaleem. He says, salute coach. Me and this weekend's 
flatbacks are watching you and she's sniggling. Might have to send her to you for the 52-point program once I've shown her the after pill. Appreciate you, as always, from Colleen. Shout out to you. All right, appreciate you, man, and have fun for this weekend. We got three more and a couple super chats to get to. Thank you for the contributions this late Friday. Hit the like button if you have not. We got uh, Daniel McGee says, I can't be manipulated, so I'm a misogynist. Facts. Facts. Yep. The regular dude says, shout out to my Bengals, but Joe needs to sit his punk ass down. The Bengals are done. Ring the bell on them. Joe Burrow is out. Okay. Mikael says, are you looking for a per? Okay, I got that one. That was a personal question. I'll take a look at it. We got Rob Sawyer. The best sags you'll have is prior to marriage. Once you do, you'll transfer your sack to the control of the woman. Travel, enjoy life, avoid marriage. Yep. If you want to have be out here slaying Punani, don't get married. <laughs> don't get married. Pro man explainer. What these youngest ain't understanding is the less a man says, the less women can determine if the dude knows his worth. Truth is, his worth should be improving daily while hers is going down after the age of 23. Cannot be, cannot dispute those facts. You can argue them though, but cannot dispute them too much. Lee H. I told my mother I'm not getting married in the States to these women, especially BWs. These, he says they're three on four in tighter title and mastodons and they're masculine. And she lost her damn mind. CGA for life. Save yourself. Black men. Kevin Stewart says, I don't feel bad. Not asking. She let herself go. So I don't even want to ask. Damn. So this is a married guy. He said he doesn't even want to ask his wife for intercourse. Um, and that happens as well. And I have talking to a few women that say that their husbands have lost interest in them. So their husband is the sexless marriage individual. Now, I will tell you that that exists as well. But what I want to tell you is more than likely, more than likely, and this is the truth, a guy that marries, probably they say they get married in their 20s or 30s, What happens is they get married, life happens, she turns them down, she uses reward sex, she's lazy and lethargic in the bed, and then he becomes lazy and lethargic, he becomes out of shape, he becomes weak, she sees him as weak. Now, what'll happen is she'll change, mature, and grow, or maybe not. The kids will become older. The guys often already become used to rejection. He's been rejected, humiliated in the bedroom. Humiliated. This is married men I'm talking about. So he, he's not aroused by her. He doesn't desire her anymore. He doesn't initiate. Now, she's now drinking wine, getting drunk, ready to have fun. The kids are older. Now she's ready to enjoy sex with her husband again. But he's already done. Mm. Yep. She's already nagged her. I mean, uh, she, I always mess this up. She's already nagged him. He really ain't interested. He's seen her all. He's seen her booty crumbs. He's seen, he's seen her at her worst. She doesn't dress up. She doesn't attempt. So he's already done with her. And then she wants him to all of a sudden, okay, I'm ready. Now, this is where women, this is where they make the mistake. And if you're here joining me, I'm giving y'all great information. The mistake that they make is that they believe that the man sexual desire should be under their control, right? So when she's not ready, he's supposed to just sit there and wait for her to be ready. If she's not ready, 
she believes that he's supposed to work her up to get ready. When she's ready, she believes she could just say, okay, I'm ready, come have sex with me, and expect the guy to say, okay, darling. That is called control. That's called control. She controls his balls. So when people say married men have their balls in a jar, married women have a married man's balls in a jar, that's what that means. Because in her mind, he should only be ready to have sex when she's ready. So when he doesn't, when, he, when she's not ready, he has to wait. When she is ready, he has to say, okay, I'm ready. Thank you. I find that to be a flawed mindset. However, a lot of married women have that mindset. She's not ready. He has to wait. No sex with anybody else. No jerking off. No nothing. Yep, I'm not ready yet. <laughs> and then when she is ready, he's supposed to be like, oh, finally. All right, take his pants down and then start performing. A lot of married women have that mindset. You're going to marry a woman and she has that mindset. So this is a flawed mindset. It's a normie mindset. It's going to be a flaw in your marriage. You're going to wonder why the guy's not inspired to do anything. Exercise, work hard, give you attention, date. Nah, he's like, shit, I'm supposed to just wait when you're ready? That ain't, that ain't going to happen because I ain't never done that. So I'm not giving you full control of the sex. By the way, that's called controlling behavior. That's called narcissism. Right, That's everything that they call you when, when, in fact, they've been doing it to you the entire time. Trust me, guys. It is very, very prevalent in the normie society. All right. Anyway. All right. Shout out to Kaylin says, uh, women are not dumb. He says, if they were, they would love men fully since women only love men for what they provide. They're smart. Very. <laughs> He said it's salami abuse. Yeah. Shout out to Lessia here. Shout out to uh, Elite H says, I looked at her and said, I got my passport. <laughs> got your passport. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. All right. He headed out. Shout out to you. And let's get back to the show here. All right. Uh, and I'm trying to help the ladies here. If there's any married women who disagree with my stance, that's why you ain't got no good marriage okay that's why your marriage sucks now ladies i also say in my book 52 things if a woman comes to you and say not me but i got a great marriage right i never listen to a woman that says she has a great marriage what i'm gonna do is say oh really okay put your husband on the phone or let me let me hang out with your husband now this is not a pause situation what i'm gonna do but I'm going to do for any woman that says, not me, my marriage is great. Me and my husband have sex five times a month, all right? And I'm going to go, okay, have your husband come out to Las Vegas real quick. Have your husband come out to Las Vegas. Don't bring your fat ass either, all right? I want you to bring your husband out to Las Vegas, drop him off, and he going to deal with the free agent lifestyle. I'm going to take him to every top-notch gentleman's club. I'm going to take him up and down the strip. I'm going to take his ass right to the junior college. Now, if that man don't participate, you got a good marriage. But I'm going to get him drunk as a skunk, and I'm going to have fine stallions out here. 
I'm going to have fine wine and fine punani out here. I'm going to have the best of the best. Now, if this ninja don't touch any of them women, he'd be like, not me. I got a wonderful marriage. I'll send them back to you, and I'll pay for the entire trip. I'll reimburse you for your trip. I'll reimburse you and say, yep, lady, you got a good one. (laughs) I never listened to a woman say, I got a great marriage, and he'll never cheat. Lies. Lies. Let them kick it with me for a weekend in Vegas. Let's see what happens real quick. I'll send them home. Now, if I don't ask you for no reimbursement, you know what happened. Are you willing to take that bet? If I say, (laughs) if I say, hey, looks like you covering the cost of this trip, ma'am. Have a nice life. I bet you you don't take that deal. Anyway, (laughs) let's get back to the show. Sense of urgency right here. Um, it's time for a reality check. Why, why did I skip this part? Hmm. Hmm. All right. I mean, I need to make a, I need to, I need to make a banner here. Hold on for a second. Let me make a banner real quick. I meant to make this banner and I didn't. I wonder why. See here, get your priorities straight. I don't even know if this is right. Priorities straight. All right. For men, this is for the men, you know, ladies, you can listen in. Um, If you have a son, ladies, get your son to listen in on this one. This will be vital information for the young men in here. All right. Uh, Remember, we've been around the block, so you can't impress us with the goofy shit around here. You understand? Get your priorities straight. This is also blue chip. All right. It don't even fit, but it's okay. It's all right. See that? It's on the board there. Get your priorities straight. Let me play this clip from a gentleman. I can't remember his name. You know me. Uh, Jim Rowan is his name. He's going to talk about this in terms of time and all of this stuff. And uh, this is an old school motivational guy. He used to sell books and do courses. Let's listen to him. I asked a guy one time what his TV cost. He said about $450. I said, you forgot to look at the price tag. He said, what do you mean? I knew he was a TV watcher. I said, that television costs you, in my opinion, at least $12,000 a year. To watch it, not to own it. Owning it's cheap. Watching it is what's expensive. And I said, hey, 12000 a year is too much to pay to watch TV. That's too much. Pay a little, but not 12000 I have that face when ninjas be like, I get it for free. I have the exact same face. I'd be like, ninja? You know what I mean? You guys got to start getting your priority straight and think about opportunity costs. Think about what you're spending in time, okay? You paid for the use of the TV, and you can can replace TV with woman, TV with car, TV with house. Whatever you think you own, whatever you think is not costing you, it's costing you, okay? So if you buy a house, buying a house, Ninja, my house is worth, no, it ain't. It's only worth how much you put into the house, Okay, and you're going to work for that house. That house is your new job. So the house does not earn you any money. You actually have to put elbow grease into the house to keep the house valuable. If you don't touch the house, the house is less valuable. All right. So you that's your second job. Same thing with women. Same thing with cars. Same thing. The cost of the purchase of it is this to own it and keep it or how much time you put into it, how much time you dedicate to it. That's the true cost. That's the true cost. 
Women are free. Pussy is free. No, it ain't. <laughs> it's never been, but you don't realize. Just replace TV with pussy. It's pretty simple. Okay. It's the same thing. How's that? How much is it costing you to keep coming back to it? Lots. Now, this is going to be the sense of urgency that I talked about earlier in the show. You guys keep coming back to this idea that 2019 is coming back. All you have to do is wait for the Fed to drop these interest rates and everything is going to be okay. All we got to do is elect the right politician and everything's going to be okay. You realize you're losing not only the value of the dollar that it's worth today, you're losing forward value. You're losing what you could be investing. You're losing the opportunity cost right now. And Cassie's experience in this Right now, when she left Diddy, she was all good. Now, five years down the line, now she's in a bind, all right? And now she got a suit. Now she got to come out here with a tell-all book because times are rough. Times what what they were in 2018. Her marriage ain't probably as good as it was. She realized she don't need had the money or the lifestyle no more. So now everybody trying to come out here and make up for lost time. This is what's happening. You're trying to make up for lost time. But if you're out here thinking that everything's free, you're distracted, your priorities are women, you guys are out of your monkey-ass mind. You think, you think dating apps are free. They're not. They're a time suck, mostly a waste of time. Same thing with Instagram, Facebook, and any social media app. Wasting your time. How much does Instagram cost? A lot. No, it's free, coach. No, it's not. Not only does it cost you a lot of time, it costs you opportunity. Not only is it distracting you, you know what else is doing? You know what else is doing? It's preventing you from putting your priorities straight. Not only that, you're the commodity. Commodity. It was free to you, but they can sell you. They're selling you. You're the commodity, right? The, 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 the app is free, and it has a lot of time to distract you. Okay, there's no free lunches. Here's another one right here. Um, this is like a clip of uh, similar to the Tom Cruise famous clip. And this is a clip. Uh, where is this from? Where is this from? There's a movie called Westwood. All right, here we go. You're new. You're new. You're new. Not much of a brand, don't you? I'll give you a discount. There are no offense, but I'd rather earn a woman's affection than pay for it. You're always paying for it, darling. The difference is our costs are fixed and posted right there on the door. Shout out to Dandy Newton. She's a nice piece of calico. But um, this is the old whorehouse in the West. You can barely hear the audio. But uh, what happened was this old cowpoke was out here, all right, drinking a shot, and a young woman approached him. I can't play the clip all the way through because they, sometimes these movies pick up the audio, and there he is right there. There he is right there. Oh, no, I want a woman that wants me for me. <laughs> I want a woman that's enthusiastic. I want a woman where I got her soul. This woman, 28, 30, 34, nobody else been able to get her soul in a positive return. All right, but you, I want a woman that's enthusiastic about me. Oh, really? Okay. They had to set his ass straight. <laughs> Guys, I can't, I don't want to pay. All right, you paying regardless. And they said, hey, it's all payment. The difference is our price is posted right there up on the wall. You, on the other hand, you writing a blank check. <laughs> you just wrote a blank check. And you guys don't realize it. Let's go back to the TV analogy. You bought the TV, but it's costing you way more to watch it. 
<laughs> All right, there it is right there, Ninja. Hey, and the only difference is, wait a minute, what did he say? I got to get his, I got to get his line. Not much of a grind, don't you? I'll give you a discount. There are no offense, but I'd rather earn a woman's affection. Oh, my, yeah. I'd rather earn a woman's infection. Affection. Well, infection. I'd rather earn a woman's affection. This is why dudes are lost. I'm going to earn a woman's affection. Let me play the whole clip again uh, at face of copyright here. You're new. Not much of a grind, don't you? I'll give you a discount. You can't hear her. She basically says, I'll give you a discount. I'll give you a discount. She says something before that, which I can't say, but I'll give you a discount. And he's like, nah, I'd rather earn a woman's affection. I'd rather earn a woman's affection than pay for it. Right. So, you know, I want her soul. I want her to love me for me. I want somebody to love me for me. Very sexy and nasty can be. Meanwhile, let's go back to this guy right here. Just so you know, he like Ninja, you sharing. All right. How you going to keep her? Can't keep her. It's, it's difficult. Not only that, she's been married, divorced. She didn't been in, in and out of relationship. She fell in love with 50 ninjas. She just waiting for the dumb ninja to do what? All right for the bait. Ah, I got him. I'll make him believe I love him for him. Meanwhile, I'll hit the jackpot. Are you catching up? Are you picking up what I'm laying down? All right, nah, y'all still going to argue me. And the madam comes in and says, listen to her. You're always paying for a dumb the differences are costs are fixed and posted right there on the door. Ah, ah. They're always paying for it, darling. The only difference is that our prices are fixed right there and posted at the door. I know. I know. Play a ninjas. Goofy ninjas still can't catch up. <laughs> All right. All right. There it is. All right. Come on, man. Get your priorities straight. It is what it is. I know young dudes ain't it. and Y'all ain't ready. But I've been trying to tell y'all that. Women know this. You know who don't know? Goofy ass ninjas. They, y'all still believe that you're not being manipulated. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. And that they're not smart. And I'm going to get her to love me. All right. Uh, let's get in here. Here we got another clip here. That's going to tell you about getting these priorities straight. Um, uh, what is the clip here? It's not loading up, so I've got a quite a delay here. Okay. Oh, man, this is going to be a hard one. This is for the black men in the audience because I know most of my audience is black men, like 50%. All right, of my audience is black men. Listen to this brother name. Uh, his name is George. I can't remember his name. All right, but he's the man in the middle, and I think he represents himself as a black man. All right, somebody give me his name, George something. He's the older man in the middle. I want you to listen to him. This is going to be a hard, hard reality check. You guys got to get your reality check here. All right, here we go. What's his name? George something. Beautiful means nothing unless you're black and powerful. Let's get, let's just get that straight. You cannot be black and proud and niggas too, okay? That white folks are planning for three generations and we're planning for Saturday night, right? Because old brothers and sisters is to win, not to look like we're winning. I would rather carry a plastic bag with $5,000 in it than to carry a $5,000 Louis Vuitton bag with $100 in it. Louis Vuitton winning, Nike is winning, Gucci is winning, Armani is winning. You ain't winning. We are the consumption class. They are the merchant class. They make stuff. We buy stuff. It is 
interesting to me that the rich stay rich by pretending to be poor and the poor stay poor by pretending to be rich. And all the statistics tell us this. The oh Institute my. of Public Studies, April 2017, the state, the economic state of black America said, and I give you the final quote from that 300-page study, which no Negro read, that by 2053, yeah. 10 years after the majority becomes the minority, if nothing changes among African Americans, household median wealth will be zero. In effect, we will have worked our way into a second slavery. Try to operate in a market-based economy and a democratic capitalistic society without money. Let's see how that works for you. And ain't nobody fixing us but us. White people, white people are not fixing black people. It's been 400 years and we ain't fixed. We're not even thinking about black people. And I'm not hating on white people. I'm just telling the truth. You know who white people are thinking about? They're thinking about white, white people. people. About their wives, their children, their communities, their schools, their businesses, and your pockets. That's what they're thinking about. Be black. And hey, this is too much fact. This is too much. He's, his name is George. Frazier, George C. Frazier. I'm going to start following him. I don't follow him at all. But this is about the second clip that I've seen of him with this hellfire and brimstone. The biggest takeaway from here, he says, these people, and all of these things that he discussed, I've already discussed with you for years down the line. I told you about the zero net worth in 2050. I've been preaching that for three or four years already. All right? And that's how they want it. Of course, that's how they want it. And they want all Americans to be in that situation. It ain't about being black. But he said, people are planning for three generations. What did I tell you? Every community has a community plan for almost 20 years before you see any groundbreaking. All right. It's already planned around you. And it's even getting worse as we change it to technology and AI. Everything's already planned around you and they know where you're going to land because they're planning for G three generations. You're planning for this weekend. Okay. You're planning. What's up, nigga? What's yep. up for the weekend, nigga? You're planning for hooking up with broads and running game on them. The ninja, women should never be the priority. They're nice to have. They're nice as a side piece. Love is a verb. They need to show the action, not just to show up and say, I love you. Trust actions, not words. They're not actioning love. A woman never actions love. She just mouths it and proves it. I love you because. No, no, no. Action. And I always tell them, I always ask you, what have they done for you? You have to ask yourself that. Some women have done more. Some women have done less. Most of the time, you cannot explain it. You cannot even weigh it. You can't hold it. There's nothing tangible. I did so much for him. What? And I, and I always challenge a woman. What did you do for him? That produced positive gain for the guy. Most of it is none. Most of them are none. So here's the thing. I want men to understand the sense of urgency behind what he's saying here because this is very important. It's very important. You can't be niggas. He said you can't be niggas and what at the same time? Oh, this is too much heat. This is too much heat. Nobody's going to feel sorry for you out here, gentlemen. I'm sorry to tell you. Nobody's going to feel sorry. The world's changing right around you, and you're still trying to do it the old way. You guys got to catch up. You got to catch up, man. All right? You're still trying to run 90s game. Ninja, these days are gone. <laughs> these days are gone. You're still trying to get married under the old system. It's gone. I'm sorry. You need to find a way to get new married if you want to get married. I want her to love me for me. Those days are gone. Women just have too much available to them. Just to be honest with you, they have way too much available then to just wait, for, wait to love you. If you want to do that, go to another country, but I'm going to touch on that in a bit as well. All right, let me play that heat again real quick.
and beautiful means nothing unless you're black and powerful. Let's get let's just get that straight. You cannot be black and proud and niggas too. Okay, that white folks are planning for three generations and we're planning for Saturday night, right? Because old brothers and sisters is to win, not to look like we're winning. I would rather carry a plastic bag with five thousand dollars in it than to carry a five thousand dollar Louis Vuitton bag with a hundred dollars in it. Louis Vuitton winning, Nike is winning, Gucci is winning, Armani is winning. You ain't winning. We are the consumption class. They are the merchant class. They make stuff. We buy stuff. It is interesting to me that the rich stay rich by pretending to be poor and the poor stay poor by pretending to be rich. And all the statistics tell us this. The oh Institute my. of Public Studies, April 2017, the state, the economic state of black America said, and I give you the final quote from that 300-page study, which no Negro read, that by 2053, 10 years after the majority becomes the minority, if nothing changes among African Americans, household median wealth will be zero. I actually showed that in 2018. I showed that article. I was like, and then just was like, that's why they want it to be. And the man want us. And I'm like, man, you lost. Has nothing to do with that. They want all of that. They want really much all of America to be like that. But anyway. In effect, we will have worked our way into a second slavery. Try to operate in a market-based economy and a democratic capitalistic society without money. Let's see how that works for you. Yeah, and so that's the other thing. Money ain't everything. You're a moron. Wait a minute. Money ain't everything. Silence, you fool. <laughs> You're like, man, man, and we need to figure out how to get around it without participating in the capitalist society. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. And we need the reparations and we need to. I'm like, Ninja, you just digging your grave. You just digging your grave. But I hope somebody I hope this reaches one new person that hasn't accepted this fact. This gentleman here, George Frazier, is laying it down and he's frustrated. I can understand his frustration because he actually cares about the black community, but I don't really care. I mean, I just listen. I've been upfront about that for 45 years. I don't care if y'all didn't just get it together, but I'm going to still preach and let y'all know. And hopefully I can turn one person into a right thinking, forward thinking person. And you can leave the neighborhood because it ain't getting better anytime soon. It's getting 10 times worse by the minute. By the minute. So get your priorities straight. Hoes ain't no priority at all. All right, and it doesn't define you. Here's another guy right here. His name is Cleon, the comedian. Cleon, the comedian. <laughs> this guy says, I apologize to all the older ninjas. I joked about paying women's bills. Interesting take. You don't have to agree with it. I'm not promoting anything. Just listen. I was 40, right? And my life is changing. It's getting better as an older man. I just want to deeply apologize to all the older niggas that I was talking shit about that always gave women money. I realized y'all niggas wasn't paying for pussy. Y'all was paying for silence, conveniency, a woman not being sleepy, a woman not complaining about she got to work too hard, she got to feed her kids. Y'all was paying for things like that. Y'all was paying for if she had a dinner date, you ready to see her after dinner, she coming right over. Y'all wasn't paying for no pussy. Y'all was paying if you looked at her with a cock eye, she shut the fuck up. That's what y'all was paying for. You was paying for if you home at 4 o'clock in the morning, she down that motherfucker with the crock pot, slippers on, thong on, stomach flat, full fat, evil one. That's what y'all was paying for, man. I apologize, man. It was never about the pussy, man. It was about the freedom. The 
the, the quietness. You know what I mean? Having a female just being a lady. You know what I mean? Grown men like attention. Check on me. Bring me a plate across the country if need be. I'm almost 40, right? In my life. All right. And so a lot of ninjas still, they're going to be down in 2019. They're going to be down in 2004. They down in 1996. They're going to be mad as hell. They're going to be mad as hell as that clip. But a lot of guys are figuring it out. They going, oh, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Because what you're doing is I'm going to teach you how to ninja. I'm going to teach you how to uh, waste your time and get a woman's mind right. And then you say, oh, these guys tricking, messing up the thing. But you have to figure out after a certain amount of time. <laughs> and somebody says CGA undefeated. I'm telling you, we're going to a monetized transactional relationship. Everything's going to be right up front. People are going to be too slow to the game. Just like a lot of you guys are going to be slow to the monetary, the new monetary system. You think it's coming back? It's not. Ninjas at some particular point will realize women act right when they start seeing a monetary game. There's no other, there's no other thing that makes them snap to it than that. There's no other way that you can do this when you have if you don't have leverage, you're constantly, you're constantly trying to correct them. The reason you're trying to correct them is they see nothing that they're getting. They don't see why they need to, listen, they don't see why they need to shut up. They don't see why they need to act right. And you don't understand it. You're trying to get them to act right based on loyalty. And I'm a man and you need to listen to me. Guys, those days are gone. Those days are gone, unfortunately. You know what else is in the situation here? They're all in a bind. All right. I'm in a bind, Nate. They're all broke. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. You don't see it. But people are going to be mad. A lot of women are getting undercut right now by this particular system. They're getting undercut. And a lot of women are saying, what's wrong with these men? How come they not doing? You know why? Any women in here, 40 and over? You know why you can't get 40-year-old men and whatnot? They've already figured it out. They already know what they don't want. They already know what they don't want, and they figured out how to get it. They figured out how to get it. Oh, I can get her to cooperate. I can get her to dress how I want her to dress. You can't tell me how to dress. I bet you I can now. Okay, Daddy, what you want me to put on? All right, what you want me to put on? <laughs> Where we at right here? Get him, Daddy. What you want me to put on? I want you to put this on. I want your hair, high ponytail, slick back, meet you here, 830. Don't be late. Guess what happens? Okay, Daddy. <laughs> they show it up. They're just like, no, nah, man, don't pay for her dinner. Don't pay for ask to go half. And you're constantly doing what? Let's go back to the TV analogy. You're constantly doing what? You're wasting time trying to get a woman right that knows better. She knows there's another way. You're going to waste your time on this free woman. You're going to write a blank check. You're going to figure out, hey, man, it's going to be a cost whether you pay them or what. So let me play the clip again. A lot of guys that, oh, you promoting tricking. Tell me you're poor without telling me you're poor. It's over, guys. It's over. The good old pimp days are over. <laughs> Ninjas want peace, cooperation, 
They want quiet. They don't want woman acting funny. Right. And they can find it. It's out here. All right. He said, they, hey, somebody said they be 20 minutes early. I've never seen women act right when there was a few hundred dollars on the line. They be early. All right, I'm parked. I'm ready to meet you. Tell me when you're here, daddy. Yep. Him, daddy. They be early. <laughs> I, had a li- I had a little chick here, a Brazilian chick. She spilled some wine on my floor. All right. I jumped up, see where she made the mess. Don't worry, daddy. Sit down. I'll take care of you. You sit down right here. She started massaging my shoulders. All right. Went there, got all the towels. She had on white pants. She on her jeans. She on her hands and knees cleaning shit up now a bitch that ain't got no don't see any value she would just look over there sorry Mm. (laughs) right it's it's mad it's mad crazy they be early cooperative they don't talk back they don't snap back they sit at attention they wear what you want them to wear and you be like all right here we go and they leave when you tell them to leave all right this is over go home here you go fistful of 20 get out of here enjoy you and don't Call me, I'll call you. (laughs) Don't call me, I'll call you. And then they start to invest their money into the relationship. Yes, they do. It's not all about you giving them money. They start to invest money in their relationship. They start buying you gifts. It's one of the weirdest things. They start buying you gifts. I had a young lady go to Bali, dealt with her twice. She came back with cigars, coffee. I thought I bought this for you. I thought about you. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. They start telling me, oh, do you need anything? They go to the concession stands when I'm at the game. You need anything? I'll bring something to you back, daddy. All right, I got you. Now, another woman would be like, hey, can you go to the concession? She's just sitting there looking pretty. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. But then priorities got to be straight. How about this? Last one. And I'll give you uh, the, the next segment here. This is an example of what I'm talking. This is the opposite example. This is the opposite example right here. Check this guy out. And this is indicative. Take a look at the characters. It says point of view. You get past the free trial and her soft girl era expires. Uh Uh-oh. There goes that free again. You get past the free trial and then her soft girl era expires. What do you think happens? You already know. You got to deal with the bullshit. Here we go right here. Are you not fucking dumb? You ain't hear what the fuck I said? You asked Cut me. his fucking mic. Since he want to be fucking dumb. Now you want to be fucking. Are you not fucking dumb? You ain't hear what the fuck I said? You asked Cut me. his fucking mic. Since he want to be fucking dumb. Now you want to be fucking. Are you not fucking dumb? You ain't hear what the fuck I said? You asked Cut me. his fucking mic. Since he want to be fucking dumb. Now you want to be fucking dumb. Yep. See, now when the free, see, this is what happens when a guy's like, no, nah, man, when she start doing this, you need to do that. When she starts doing that, you need to do this. You need, no, what you need to do is say, well, I guess the trial is over. Go home. We had a good time. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Now all of a sudden they start wanting to acting up. Because they know you locked in. You gave them your commitment. She showed you, hey, I'm free. I'm cooperative. I'll do whatever you want. And you're like, okay, I good. I got her. Soon as you get her, she start acting up. <laughs> she start malfunctioning. The mask falls off. Then you start having to use your masculine frame. Then you have to start her to get her in line. And then you don't know how to shut her up. 
You know how to shut her up? Put some money in her mouth. Mm. <laughs> Put a credit card right here. Put it in her mouth. Fistful of 20. Gone. <laughs> here we go right here. Here we go. Last one, and then I'll get back to the rest of the show here, man. We got a great show for you lined up for Friday. This is a video of, of uh, a wife helping her husband. Again, we talked about this yesterday as well. Uh, the man duties are always the man duties. The wife's duties are always split between the man and the wife. All right, so here we go right here. All right, and so let me pause it right there. They're working outside. The wife definitely does not want to be there. She doesn't want to be there. And uh, she's there because, hey, honey, I really need some help. Begged her to come out there, get dressed. And he's about to do something here. But now we're going to see what typically happens here. And this is not a skit. Here we go. Hello? Bigu, 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 da. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the humanity. Yeah, man, you know. But let you drop some dishes. Let you not change a diaper. Let you not take out the trash. She'll be in there. You didn't take out the trash every week. All right, but when it's time for you to help them, it's time for them to help you, Ninja. They don't be taking it seriously. Ninja, like, ah, oh, do I have to be out here? This is terrible. All right, and then not focus on what to do here. This is terrible. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. Oh, man. You know, marriage is hard, man. Marriage is hard. Marriage is hard. She don't have our priorities straight. But of course, of course, he earned her love. I want a woman that I can earn her love. Yeah, that's what happens down the line, man. You know what? Anyway, do me a favor. Hit the like button. And we almost had a 1,000 likes. We still have a little bit of the cover in the day show. Um, we got coming up next, Are Women Mean to Men? I think this segment was I thought was next, but we're going to bring that segment up next. I'm going to catch up on some support, then catch up on some child support, then go in here and do what I need to do. All right, to keep this show moving. All right, thank you for the support. Kevin G says, men, we must listen to coach. Money must be first. Money is number one. They don't like it when it's number one. They want you to be able to take your eyes off the prize. Shout out to uh, K. Sully. He says, notice how it's a civil case, not a criminal case. She claims abuse and grape. Doesn't want him in prison, but 30 million will make the pain go away. And she's going to get a settlement here. But, um, uh, P. Diddy might have some other things coming up because I think the New York Police Department is looking into the abuse claims. Sadly enough, uh, we're going to see what happens to him. Shout out to Han Solo Shop First says, infection. Yes, infection. Just roll with it. Indeed, I made the mistake, but it was actually true. The Mighty Bull says, has the Mighty Bull has entered the room. Greetings, people. Kaboom. Shout out to you. 
Shout out to the bull in the china shops in the building. Here we go. Steven Russell, that was my marriage. Sex only when she wanted it. Free agent lifestyle for life. The only free cheese is in a mouse trap. Damn. Damn. It's wild out here. A man supporting men, I told a woman, quote, if she was really great, she'll file criminal charges and not sue for money, unquote. Her response is, whatever she said, he did it. I don't, I don't understand how we still arrive at that when we know that people have lied in these cases before. I would wait for the facts to come out. Macaroni Tony, kitty game not going to work when you a true free agent at all. Shout out to the kitty game. And remember how we had that clip. Coochie games don't work with a man who has options. Leo K, social media is like a new age slavery. We use it, quote, for free. But companies like Meta make billions selling our data to advertisers. Meta made $112 billion in 2022 selling such data to advertisers. And we still don't see it. We still will never see it. Um, Look at it, man. I mean, I really look at it. You can use screen time. You can use a lot of apps to show you how much time you waste. In fact, if you were doing absolutely nothing, I can almost guarantee you, you'll pull your phone out and you'll start scrolling. For free. For free. It's, a, it's an addiction. It's an addiction. Have you ever done this? Look at yourself. And I wanted you to ask yourself this question. You're sitting somewhere. You're like waiting to be called. You're at the DMV. You're somewhere. You're waiting for something to happen. You work a security job where you sit in a booth. You'll take your phone, you'll scroll, 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 scroll. And then you'll get to a certain point where you get tired of scrolling. You'll put the phone down. I, I, I can almost guarantee you cannot go three minutes without picking that phone up. That's if you're doing something like just say you're doing something where nothing's happening. You're sitting on the bus, a train. I guarantee you, you would not wait three minutes. That phone will be picked up in less than three minutes. Three. You can text somebody, text them, tap, 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 finish texting them. You can put that phone down. I guarantee you in less than three minutes, you're going to pick that phone up and open another app. <laughs> it's crazy. It is nuts, but it's free, right? It's free. All right, shout out to our brother, Kuro, the indivisible. He says, can we get a, I can fix that sound. All right, I can fix that. He says, the joint from the movie Holes. He says, what's up for the weekend? All right, I have to look that up. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? <laughs> All right. Uh, JC with the co-sponsorship. Shout out to you. He says. I'm rich, bitch. He says, uh, a little while ago, I told you the guy at my ex-monkey branch to reached out to me. You said I should let him know the deal. He didn't take my advice, and they are getting married in Paris next month. Or next year, she came in town and I shot, you shot it down the gullet. He says, never trust him. I actually, I actually can understand that, man. Man, that's sad. Even Slim Thug was talking about, he's lost, he's lost um, the ability to trust women based on the amount of married women he slept with. And I know Slim Thug is coach gang silently, so I appreciate you for being here. But this is something that I warned a lot of women about is that men that might appear bitter and hurt are actually men that have had women break their trust, but they weren't their girlfriends. And I, this is an interesting take if you've never heard this take. 
some women that have lost the trust of men haven't lost the trust of men. Like these men didn't lose trust in a girlfriend, boyfriend in a marriage. A lot of men have been exposed to women that have boyfriends that are married and they still beat up the kitty. They were offered the kitty. This happened to me recently. This happened to me recently. And guys, it happens to me all the time. It's, it's, it's a lot of men that are in the top 20, 30% have had women that were faithful, supposedly married, or had a boyfriend, or were going to get married, or were at their wedding. That woman showed him that even that woman will cheat. Now, here's the thing. Those women cheat way more than men. So it didn't take a relationship that failed. It didn't take a marriage that failed. What it took was a ninja saw a wife drop neck in the bathroom of happy hour. <laughs> you're like, and you seen what a wife was willing to do to keep that relationship going. And you're like, damn. So that guy can no longer trust women because he's experienced Women that were willing to cheat. Now, women are going to say, that happens to me too. Listen, all men are cheaters as far as that's concerned. So you already probably think men cheat anyway. But men, on the other hand, we look at it and say, oh, okay, there's loyal women out here that don't do this. And then that woman will do it. And not only that, it happens often, so much often, that men target women that are married, older, have a, hot, have a husband that ain't hitting it right, girls' nights out women, Women that go on girls' trip, guys target those women because these are the easiest layups you can get out here besides fat women. So these men lose trust in women because, you know, they, they're a personal trainer and the wife cheats. It's like, wow. You're like, man. And so when he thinks about getting married, he thinks about all the wives that he poked. It doesn't take a failed relationship. It doesn't take a divorce to give a man a red pill conscious. Uh, and we also talk about red pill jobs, which I call red pill jobs. Men that work as bartenders, bouncers, fitness trainers, massage therapists, hairstylists. Um, there's a bunch of them. Flight attendants. If he's a flight attendant, he works. Uh, he um, He's a landlord. <laughs> he He's a maintenance guy. He works uh, cleaning up lock, girls' locker rooms. Ninja, he, I'm telling you, maintenance workers. These guys see plenty. <laughs> like, wow. They don't need to have a failed relationship to understand how dirty women be treating their men. We're going to talk about it. Ninjas that sell weed. Yep. Ninjas, security guards. I mean, they can see it, and they go, whoo. <laughs> They're like, yo, this is wild out here. This is wild. Got police officers, people that work in hospitals, man, it, delivery guy, pool, pool guys, dudes that work in retail. These guys all know, these all guys all know that women be doing some wild shit. Now, you as a guy who works as a, you know, you work in a corporate job, but you work in a cubicle, and you, you know, you, you never get exposed to this side. You don't see none of this. And so then they can convince you, oh, you know, I'm not like that. And then all of a sudden, you're like, man, you get hit with the blind side. Musicians, basketball players, athletes, club promoters, these guys see the worst. 
They've seen more worse than we can actually report over here. Yep, therapists, the rapists. They work as a counselor. Military, these are all jobs that men have that they be like, all right, yeah, all right. There ain't nothing y'all can tell me out here in terms of ladies with leverage. So another reason why women stay losing is that right there. That right there. Hotel clerks. Yep, because you see the dark side. You're like, wow. You see women that are on the dark side that you're like, I never would have thought. And you see it. And you're like, man. Coming in at hot hotels, fixing a little bra, going to the next appointment. You're like, her? That girl? Yep, that girl. That girl, the student, the regular girl, the girl next door, the girl that got a good parent, good daddy, right? the girl that drives the BMW. You guys all think it's skeezers over there. You see the dark side. You see the foulest things that they that you would never be even believe. And that does hurt men, men's ability to connect down the line. The younger you get this, the better. Somebody said, I saw it young. The younger you get this, the better. Guys that argue me, I'm like, you definitely probably work a job that you can't see this. You can't see this at all. All right, uh, but anyway, we just want you to be able to see it and acknowledge it so you can prepare yourself. But ninjas will be like, nah, nah, coach, you tripping. And uh, yeah, it's sad. It's sad. It's sad because a lot of guys are disillusioned. And I wish men wouldn't be disillusioned. I just hear to burst your bubble. But you'd rather me burst your bubble than somebody else, right, where it costs you. Soldier for God says, be like Mike. Ads told young men to buy Jordans. If I could be like Mike. Uh, shout out to JC. Says, moral of the story, XXs are not built to be solid. And he says, coach, you made me spill my yak on this $200 suit. My bad. <laughs> uh, Twin A says, remember when I said I got laid off? Well, I got a job interview tomorrow at noon, 120K a year. Wish me luck, coach. And the coach gang, shout out to you, man. Good luck out here on that job interview. Job interview. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> All right, get that job. And hey, one bit of advice, one blue chip real quick. Always be job interview ready. Always be job interview ready, meaning that you should always approach yourself like somebody is going to hire you, okay, because they're watching you. One of the things you have to learn as a man, everybody's watching you, even when you think they're not watching you. In fact, most people watch you when you don't know they're watching you. So uh, when you relax, you know what I mean? When you take, ah, you know, you look slouchy, you don't prepare yourself. People are watching you and they're discarding you. They're, they're finding a reason why they shouldn't hire you. They're finding a reason why they shouldn't treat you well and with respect. So when you run out of the house and you don't fully prepare yourself, and uh, ladies, you can take this advice too. If you want to be treated respectfully and you're walking out the house slovenly, uh, you're wearing pajamas and slippers, and you're doing this shit and you wonder why nobody respects you is because people are watching you and you don't know it. Most people watch you when you don't know it. Your boss is watching you when you don't know it. You think he's only watching you when you see him watching you or her. That's not true. They're watching when you don't know it. In fact, you should always stay job interview ready. You should always stay camera ready. You should always stay ready for an opportunity. So, yeah, don't be lazy. If you want to be lazy, you know what I mean? I, I was at the gas station, and three strags was next to me pumping gas, and they was all in pajamas, and one woman was in a robe. 
She was in a damn robe, but she had to get out of the car real quick. And she was next to me on the next pump. She jumped out in the goddamn robe. Now I'm sitting there like, this is the, this is why, this is why people don't win. I know it's time to relax. Ninja, you at home, relax. Or if you plan to look like a slob, don't get out of the car. And I try to warn my young children of this. Sometimes, you know, they don't listen. Sometimes they do listen. Sometimes they don't. And they're going to learn out the hard way. Always stay camera ready. Always stay job interview ready. Always stay at your best way to represent yourself. Always. If you, got, if you don't want to cut your hair and line it up, put a cap on. Don't put a bonnet on. Don't put a dookie rag, do-rag on. You know what I mean? Don't go out slovenly. Don't put a bonnet on. This is why people don't like people who do this. Because then you wonder why people don't treat you a certain way when you represent yourself the worst way. You are the best representation of yourself. You're the best salesman of yourself. You are the best. You got to be the best version of yourself at all time. But anyway, anyway. When my hair is kind of growing in and it's, I don't feel like cutting it, I just put a ball cap on. All right? Put a ball cap on. But anyway, <laughs> he said brush your face and a dookie rag. Anyway, a dookie rag. I know people are like, I don't want to conform. I want to be myself. I want to be real. Okay. Be real unemployed. All right. That's if you want it. All right. Be real out here struggling because the struggle is real. Best bit of a fatherly advice I can give you. All right. Let's get in here. Uh, we got, uh, are women mean to men? I know men. Hey, ladies, are you here, ladies? Ladies, if you're here. All right. Throw your toes in the air and wave them around like they just don't care. All right, throw them feet in the air. Let me know. Meow. Lie on your back and let me rub that belly real quick, ladies, if you're in the building. I'm going to help you out. A lot of women think men are mean to women. You mean angry men. But I'm going to play you some clips here. Think women are mean to men. There's a reason why. We're almost getting close to it as to why and how women use men. Uh, here we go right here. We got one woman here. She's a raging straggle. All right, and she has something to say. All right, here we go right here. It says, y'all are, y'all, y'all, <laughs> y'all, y'all are right there. Is nothing, <laughs> I think there's a punctuation mark missing. Y'all are right. There is nothing wrong with Cheesecake Factory. Okay, here we go. That's fine for you, but that's not okay for me. That's my preference. I don't want to go to Cheesecake Factory on the first day. That's why y'all ass don't get shit, because y'all don't have no fucking standards. You're always going to accept whatever a nigga gives to you. I don't accept what a nigga gives to me. I'm going to tell that nigga what I want, okay? And I get what I want. At the end of the day, if you let a nigga take you to Cheesecake Factory, he's going to Cheesecake Factory you to death. You'll never experience Maestro. You'll never experience ocean prime because you just let a nigga take you wherever the fuck you want to take you oh i'll go wherever uh, uh, i'm just happy to be out i'm just happy to be on a date and again there is absolutely nothing wrong with the cheesecake factory i love the cheesecake factory food i go there all the time with my friends and my family but as a man for a date that is a low standard i don't care i all that oh i was we were supposed to get to know each other we can get to know each other at maestro's maestro's Maestros. I don't want to get to know nobody on the. All right. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next call. All right, man. Maestros. All right. She said Maestros. Oh, damn. That tells you, man. Did you order the salmon at Maestros? Maestros. Well, tells me you never been to Maestros. 
Jesus. <laughs> she said maestros. All right. This is this this is sad, man. This is sad. Car seat in the back and shit. Fingernails got doo-doo stains on them. Like this is getting ridiculous. Look at that big ass large mouth bass there. Look at them nostrils all flared out. This is the reprehensible, man. This is reprehensible, but this is what y'all be doing out here. All loud and aggressive, just put me down. I need maestros. Oh, you mean mastros? That would be mastros, by the way. <laughs> Big and loud and obnoxious for no reason, but I'm the bad guy for calling this out. Why is she being disrespectful for these men? Why are they being so mean and aggressive and calling me the N-word? I didn't call you a disrespectful name. I might have described you, but... Uh, the n-word is not a description it tells me the type of dude you deal with but they're out here doing this and it's kind of getting upsetting for a lot of men they have to deal with that maybe you're attracted to a woman like this <laughs> right now you're attracted to a woman and you're upset that these people are measuring you on cheesecake and maestros <laughs> this is crazy so again, a lot of money will shut that woman up, obviously. Okay, here you go. We are at Maestro's. You're all right. Shut up. All right. And I have to look at her and say, Silence, you fool. And she'll do it. <laughs> she'll do it. This is crazy. Uh, we got another woman out here that says, um, for this is Natasha. Natasha says, I think it's a Natasha. She says that foreign women, or they call them, I guess they call them overseas women. Overseas women are bigger feminists than American women. All right, let's let her explain herself. The man saying that, oh, I became a feminist because I came to America and America changed me. You guys are delusional because you you have no idea what the foreign how the foreign women are really are. They are actually more feminist than the women here. You know why? Because they have worse conditions and the sexism is way worse in their countries, but they understand it's wrong. Because we don't live in the isolated world anymore and we understand when something is actually wrong. So what happens is that actually women abroad are way more feminist than women here. So if you think, if you think that if you go abroad and you find a if you find a perfect woman for yourself, uh, that will just do anything and will just cook. Uh, but uh, you know what? I don't know whatever your image is. Then you are very wrong, my guy. <laughs> then you are very wrong, my guy. To all the men saying. Okay, okay, okay. All right, uh, Mrs. Petrova. All right, she, you know, some of Russia does land in Asian territory. If you look at the map. The map is not that the globe is not that accurate, you know, size wise. But um, a lot of uh, Russian, I think it's um, if I'm not mistaken, eastern part of Russia. Some of those areas have been occupied by Russians for a long time. So either like the northern Asian, they do have these looking people. Um, I want to say there's a one particular region that there's a lot of Asians in. Like they look like Asian Asians, Asian, but they're actually in Russia. All right, and so this woman is a Petrova. So she's an Asian Natasha. All right, Verona Petrova. Uh, so there's lots of Russians in Asian. I'm sorry, Asians in Russia, if you will. And a lot of them still, even um, the pale Russians be looking Asian sometimes in the eyes. Uh, next to Mongolia. Yeah, Mongolia is kind of one of those areas. And they've been conquered by Russians a long time ago uh, for many, many centuries and stuff not. But um, they have these, um, they have the eye, even like blonde Natashka's, you'll look at them and their eyes will be somewhat slanted like they have an Asian descent. 
All right, so Svetlingling, Svetlingling, Siberia is what I was talking about, Siberia. All right, but they're very close logistically. And so you will find women that look Asian that will be Russian-ish. Svetlingling, all right, here we go. Svetlingling, I love it. All right, so she's Eastern European. I could tell by what she was saying. She was talking about abroad. Some of the terminology she used did determine that she was more European than Asian. All right, but but she's saying we're as feminists as well. We're feminists as well. And um, a lot of guys, they're making fun of um, the men that come over looking for uh, what they call traditional wives, which is often a point of contention. There is small, there are small villages that have this, right? A lot of small villages have um, what people would say traditional wives, but they come from poverty sometimes or not being exposed. Some of these daughters have been sold into the trade. What do they call it? Um, uh, tra- trafficked, if you will, sold by their family. There's places where you can go in small poverty areas and you can buy you a whole wife. But there are a lot of feminists over there. There are a lot of women that won't deal with you coming over here with that mindset. Some do, though. Some do. Some want to do the mail order bride thing. And that's a scam as well, right? So that's a scam. Those women don't love you for you. I'm looking for a guy that loves. Well, they live in an area where it's negative 30 degrees at least four year, four months out of the year. And the unemployment rate of men is severely low. So the men ain't going nowhere financially. And they're going, okay, I'm going to go to find me an American traditional husband and love him for what he provides. So somebody said the major cities are cooked. Uh, yeah, the major cities are getting cooked, especially with the amount of exposure they've been getting on the internet for a long time. There's feminism everywhere. It's being everywhere. A lot of places in Sweden, certainly Barcelona, and uh, a lot of these areas where you think you're just going to mob in there. And, and not really. Not really. And some of them, Natasha's super ghetto. Some of them, somebody said Genghis Khan had half of uh, Asia. Yep. I'm sorry, half of Russia. Indeed. Uh, but um, a lot of these, um, uh, what was the point I was going to make? I was going to make a point, but I got distracted. But it was a good point. <laughs> it was a good point. Uh, but, yeah. Anyway, somebody remind me of the point I was going to make. Let's go to the next one. She was so mean, wasn't she? She was super mean. Kazakhstan and all of that. Uh, what was the point I was making? I'm going to say, a lot of people are using the hope strategy. Oh, the exposure. I think I was talking about the exposure. Uh, they got the internet over there too, Ninja. <laughs> oh, the ghetto. Thank you. Uh, a lot of the Natashkas are ghetto as hell. I dated a lot, I dated a few Russians and uh, Lithuanians. Shout out to them. I'm not calling y'all all ghetto. However, if you understand that a lot of them live in severe poverty, a lot of them have been, you know, uh, in in extreme conditions. A lot of them live like a lot of us New Yorkers live, where we live on top of each other in poverty. There's a lot of ghetto Eastern Europeans over there, the women. And I used to show a video of, of some Natashkas fighting in the street like straggles. Mm. Fighting in the street. They had their feet out, all of that stuff, dirty feet. And uh, they was all uh, fighting each other like strags in Chicago. And one of them brought a tire iron and wrapped it around this woman's head. Now, listen, I can't show it anymore. But them women be ghetto ninja. It's just like a, basically the ghetto version of strags in America. Mm. And they're very manipulative. So 
when you bring them over, they look, oh, if she plays the part, she bats her eyes. She knows what to do. Extreme manipulation. But then you'll go over there and she'll have the look. Oh, she this look if she looks. She stands. She's cooperative. I, my dollar, and blah, blah, boom. I'm very co- I'm a traditional woman. I come from I come from great class in Russia. Ninja. They was out there fighting in the street. <laughs> like Chicago Strags, Ninja in Memphis. Please. Please. And she just bats her eyes. <laughs> ba ba boom. <laughs> and yo dumbass. Hi, darling. Hi, darling. <laughs> and so this woman right here is saying the same thing right here. Look at her. She mean too. She just as mean as the rest of them. <laughs> Vodka and sushi. For real. Facts. Facts. All right. I like to drink your blood. Oh, baby, baby, darling. They start to, oh, darling, oh, baby. They start saying all these goofy, all oh, cutie pie, all oh, snuggle puff. And you're like, oh, Natasha, Anastasia, I love you. You're so traditional. You're a feminine woman and you're fit. I'm going to fly you over and we'll get married together. Oh, baby, I love to get married. Oh, I love to be your wife. You bring her ass over here in no time flat. She banging her personal trainer. And then she's going to link up with all the Russians in your area. She's going to find another Anastasia. She's going to find another Anastasia. And then when you bring her monkey ass over here, she's going to link up with all the Russian community. You're going to come home from work. You know, it's going to be a fat ass white dude. He's going to be out here balding. You all chubby. All right, I got this woman away from her family. <laughs> and then you're going to bring her over here. You're going to come home one day. And you in your house gonna be four Anastasias. You're gonna be like, oh, it seems like you met a friend. They're all gonna be hi, hi, darling. Deep ass voices. They're gonna be passing around cigarettes and vodka. Just tearing it up. Oh wow. I'm glad you met some friends. Looks like you met some friends from your home country. <laughs> yep. Then sooner or later, Vlad the Impaler is gonna come through. Oh, I see you know a guy. What is your name, sir? My name, Vladimir. Oh, hi, Vladimir. How are you, sir? <laughs> Good to meet you. Uh, how do you know my wife, Anastasia, Vladimir? My name, Vladimir. <laughs> oh, is, is, is Vetlana your wife? Is Vetlana your wife? Vlad have no wife. <laughs> All right, anyway, you're like, God damn, what the hell? All right, anyway. All right, anyway, look, it's a wild, it's a wild world out here. Ninja, don't think, hey, man, don't think you're going to just run across the world and find you a pluck you out, a fit and feminist, a friendly wife that don't know what the hell going on in the world. Anyway, uh, we do have another mean woman. Is this woman mean? All right, here's another one. I think I played her clip before. She looks familiar. This is another clip by her. Somebody shared with me. I'm not going to give you her name. All right, here we go. Rules if you're dating me. Even after we've been together for a while, you continue to plan dates and you continue to show effort. You know, whether that's buying flowers, planning dates, even just renting a movie for us to be able to watch together. 
You don't tell me what I can and cannot wear. I get to wear what I want to, and it doesn't change my loyalty and respect for you. I like to express myself with fashion, and that should not be a problem for you. You introduce me to your family after three months max, because if we're dating any longer than that and you're not introducing me to your family, are you even serious about me? Plus, I need to see your family dynamic. I need to see how you treat your parents, how your parents treat you. You're gonna tell me a lot about you. You can't be stingy with apologies. If you do something wrong, you apologize easily. It shouldn't be pulling teeth. Lastly, you respect me during arguments. You don't interrupt me, you don't cut me off, you hear me out, and you respect me. Do you agree with these rules? <sighs> They be treating men like you just a just a flat out robot utility. This is what you're gonna do, and you're gonna imagine being married to her. Imagine being married to her. That shit gonna go south. Only a goofy ball alpha simp or a beta is gonna marry that and stick around. Man, but she's done. She doesn't see men as value. She doesn't see men as value. Only kind of like the wallet thing. And they give me your wallet. Say yes, dear. Do this, do that. Sit down. All right, put the toilet seat down when you pee or put the toilet seat up when you pee or sit down if you're going to piss on the damn toilet. Do this. Why you ain't doing this? Why you do Just a straight utility. A straight utility. This is mean. This is a mean way to present how men should treat you. And not a little women are like, they're asking for the bare minimum. Nah, man, we just, we just a pet wallet. And we just to be ordered around. You're supposed to be sprung on the punani and the peace leave all that much. She's just going to tell you what to do. You do this, you do that. And if you don't do. This is just kind of crazy. But a lot of guys are young and they don't see this. But I'm here to open your eyes to this. Here we go right here. Um, we got another uh, thing I'm going to read here. Uh, this is a woman here. Why are women so mean to men? Check this out. It says my ex is coming to my house. To pick up my child, my child, 30 to 45 minutes early. He is not following the custody order. What can I do? Mm. So, obviously, this is a divorced couple. They have a custody agreement. It's probably very early, um, late in the divorce, meaning that it's, you know, they just got divorced and they're just getting used to the custody agreement. So, it's a hard adjustment. She says, my ex is coming to my house to pick up my child. That's the red flag right there. It's your, it's both of your child. It's not yours. And then 30 to 45 minutes earlier, somebody replied, best response. And this is why I think women are mean to men. Best response. How about you be gracious, invite them in, get them a chair in the kitchen, offer them up a cup of coffee. Before you know it, it'll be the correct time for him to pick up your child. You might take advantage of the time to catch him up on What's been going up with your child going on with your child since the last visitation and any concerns you might have? Nope, that ain't gonna happen. That ain't gonna happen. See, they're always trying to be contentious. They're trying to be mean for no reason. He's showing up early. You, well, you want him to show up on time late. How about say, hey, I'm glad you're here early. I can go run some errands. But no, you want to be Mrs. By the Minute. <laughs> you want to not give up your kid. He ain't gonna get an extra second. Trust me, I've been there. I've been there. They're constantly in crises. The problem with the women, why they treat men mean, is that they're constantly in crisis. They want to create crises out of everything. They always kind of try to treat you mean and less than, like a non-custodial. You're not going to get an extra minute. It's unfair. 
And the guy was like, how about you be nice, <laughs> right? You bitch. You how about bitch. you try to get on the same page? What do you want to just met, let the guy wait there? Okay, okay, 12 o'clock and shove the kid out the door. All right, no more, no less. <laughs> this is sad, bitter bitches. They bitter and petty in their children. And they're just mean. Why? Why be this mean? Why not say, damn, I'm glad he showed up early. Let me just get up out of here because I know you got some shit to do. But no, he's violating the custody order because he showed up early. <laughs> these are these are really sick human beings. I mean, they're sick and they don't know they're sick because nobody like me will tell them. I'm telling you, you're sick if you're operating like this. You are got a mental problems. You should not even be a custodial parent at this particular point if you're pulling shit like this. But then when I say it, I'm the bad guy. These people are sick. <laughs> this is absolutely atrocious behavior. Clown behavior. And of course, now I got a co-parent with this sick human being because they're bitter and petty. Now I got Cassie got to come out because she bitter, petty, and broke. Try to throw my name under the bus. Can't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got three dollars and eighty-five cents in my purse. Yeah, they, it's time, man. It's time. I'm here calling out the bullshit with evidence. Let me see if I got one more. I do, and I know, man. You guys want the answer to today's show? How women use love? You want to know what you're uh, to use men? Check this out right here. Check this out. This is a clip of a young woman here. They're doing the phone swap. Take a look at her face. You already know what's coming up here. Uh, this is on the Red Pill Hub. Let's go ahead and take you to the scene of the crime and play it. I trust each other? Yeah. You trust her? Oh, yeah. You trust her? Yeah. I'm going to switch phone for 60 seconds. That's cool with you? Yeah. That's cool with you? Yeah. That's his best friend. His mom. His sister. His cousin. Hold on. So you know everybody through the phone? Yeah. Basically, I'm okay. All right, you know how this is going to go. All right, so we got a switch phone. We got a, obviously a fat, chunky dude that pays for her to go to the carnival, the fair, the festival, and all of that shit, the farmer's market. All right, and she probably thinks, I'm going to use him. I'm going to be mean to the guy. All right, and we're in a relationship, yep, but let's go ahead and play the rest of the clip. Here we go. So now we're going to go through her phone, man. Now, a, a lot of guys deal with these kind of heartbreak. I, I always say the first heartbreaks that happen between the genders, men are the ones that get the first heartbreak. It's not the women. The women are the ones kind of, they don't get their heart broken first. The men do. And it's mostly these kind of guys. All right. These kind of guys are the ones that get the heartbreaks way early. Um, and this is one of them. This is one of the way. And then they say, well, just because you got your heart broken in high school doesn't mean. No. You know, this is hard for him because he already probably knew that he was kind of trying to bat out of his league. He probably already felt that. He might have felt any insecurities. And he tried to do it the right way. Then he got snatched. Yanked, yaga, and his soul got a red pill. <laughs> All right, and so now here it is. My phone died. Oh, there's no proof it died. No, I'm not cheating. Now why are you hiding it? Your phone was just at a hundred. I didn't turn it off. 
just had a hundred, right? Like, I swear she just turned it off. In the park, you didn't have your phone. No, my phone died. Turn it on. No. Try, to, try to turn it on. It died. No, it died. Right, man. And yep, it's time to hit the gym. Time to hit the gym. This is why I always tell men, you know, and a lot of guys get offended. If you're not the upper echelon guy, right? You're not in the top ten percent in looks and physical status and all that stuff. We we exempt those guys because. Those guys have a special characteristic. You're super charismatic. You, you're kind of, we set you to the side. If you're a regular guy, regular population guy, try not to go out here without leverage. Do not go out here without leverage. He doesn't have leverage. He tried to go out there with love. He thought he had love, and he thought he had a loyal girl, and this is how he found out, unfortunately. He found out that she was a regular manipulative woman, and she was mean to him and using him. And then right that fast, okay, right in front of your face, she didn't say, ah, damn, you got me. Or she went into it. You died. You're going to trust him over me? Manipulation. So it can happen to a lot of men. And they could find out that they're really mean to you and you thought they loved you. But you have to find a way to get leverage first. I know it was going to seem like a long time. It's going to seem like you're going to miss out on a lot of girls. But you won't. You can get all these women back. It's not the high school girls. But you can all get them back once you gain leverage. You're not missing anything. There's no emergency out here, gentlemen. You're going to grow older. You can get any woman you want. By the time you get leverage, you can get a lot of women 20 and above. It's very relatively easy. So, um, you know, that's what it is. All right, let me see if I'm back on Super Chats. All right, so uh, NWO is getting my stream. All right, here we go right here. Twin A says, remember, okay, JB says, shout out to the coach gang. What's up for the weekend? Free agent lifestyle for life. Uh, shout out to you. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend? The regular nigga? dude says, told you every woman in the world becomes the BW. Indeed. And JC says, Ling Tashka made me want sweet and sour stroganoff. Oh, my goodness. All right, man. Here we go. Let's get in back to it. Uh, is it time for a reality check? All right. So how women use love to use men? All right. And so a lot of times, you know, here's the, here's the basics of it. A lot of guys think that forever their women will love them for them, and this simply is not true. They kind of love you for what you provide. That's the basics of it. But let me show you some clips here that show you that love is not all they need. They are always needing something more than love. Have you noticed this? Now, a man can actually love a woman for her. Sometimes it doesn't work. She gets out of shape and says, hey, you got out of shape. It's time for it's time to leave or get in shape. He'll give her a warning, but not very much. Have you been in this situation? I'm going to put this up here and I'm going to show you a lot of men have been in this exact situation. In fact, I want to play love. You. I want to play a clip of me talking about women in love. A lot of people won't think this is a true. It went quite viral on TikTok and got me shadow banned. How dare you? Hey, that ain't don't it. love you guys. I'm just let you know. This is how it works. They receive love. We give love. They don't return it back. They do us favors. And then guess what? They're off back shopping. They off back trying to have it all. They off back at their career. You're just there to just fill a little bit of time in the void. And then she's on to the next dude. <laughs> you feel, you feel time in a void. You feel time in a void. Is this true? Well, on TikTok, the comment section roasted me for this. 
but it got 1.7 million views. I'm going to tell you that this is overwhelmingly true. In fact, ladies, gentlemen, have you ever heard this? Have you ever heard this? A woman reaches out to you and she says, hey, how are you? And you're like, I'm good. What are you up to? And she says these words. I'm going to see if you, I'm going to see if you can come up with the words that she's going to say. We've all experienced this. Hey, she says, hey, big head, what are you up to? Hey, darling. Hey, good to hear from you. What are you up to? What is she going to say back? Many men have heard this. Oh, I was just, let's see this. Let's see this. Let's see if he got it. No, no, I'm in the bind. No, no, I miss you here. He said nothing. The lady, the women are going to get it. Yep, I've been thinking about you. Okay, good. What are you doing? Well, I was just bored. (laughs) I was just bored, and I thought that I would hit you up. I was just chilling. I was just doing nothing. And I decided to hit you up. Now, a lot of young women will use this one. Now, some women will get savvy and realize that that's probably not the thing to do. Like a lot of women will say, what, you know, what do you do for a living? That's an instant turn off. You're probably going to get some bullshit back and you deserve it. But I was just bored. I was just chilling. I didn't have nothing else to do. So I figured I'd text you. Oh, wow. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate that. Makes me feel good. That's the feeling of void. So when a woman gets lonely, but she has more time on her hand than she thought, she gets her promotion. She's bored. So what better thing to do than to find a nigga? (laughs) Find your dumb ass. (laughs) Right here we go right here. Let me fill this void. And I'm going to fill it with love and relationship and attention. And when I'm bored, yep, why don't you entertain me? Time to entertain me. I'm bored. There you go. You look like you don't have nothing else going on. Fill this void. That's what I was talking about in the clip. So women get into relationships because they're bored. Watch this. Man, I'm lonely. I'm looking for a relationship. Wait a minute. So when you're busy and you have shit going on, You're not looking for a relationship, but you got your shit good and you're bored and lonely. And then, well, how about I'll go get me a man? All right, let me pull the elf off the shelf right now. Let me go ahead and break the emergency dick in the glass. Let me just go ahead and just let me find a man to fill this void. Hey, you. (laughs) See, this is what I'm talking about. So do they really love you? Were they were they really just interested in the man in their lives? No, they were just bored. They were just lonely, and they needed you to fill that void. Let's go back to the video right here. That's exactly what I'm telling you. Women don't love you, guys. I'm just letting you know. This is how it works. They receive love. We give love. They don't return it back. They do us favors, and then guess what? They're off back shopping. They off back trying to have it all. They off back at their career. You're just Now, in this situation, people are going to disagree with me, but how many times have you had this? She was bored. You came in. 
You commit it, and then what happens? She back at brunch with her friends. She out shopping. She starts getting busy again. She starts to feel like she's losing herself. So you're there. You come in. You give her the love. You smother her. And then she's like, okay, good. I got the guy. I got him. I got him. I'm no longer bored, but I do miss my friends. Boom. She back out there with her friends at brunch. Boom. She back out hanging with her family. Boom. She back out shopping. Boom. Why is she shopping? Because she got extra money. That's why you're there. Boom. She back out focusing on her job. What happens? I know people think I'm, I don't think, I think I'm lying about this, but this is how it goes. Now, all of a sudden, they got you where you want them. They got you where you wanted. They set up their little boundaries, and then boom, I'm back out here focusing on my They back out here. They back out there at girls' nights out. They back out there dressing like a slut. Then <laughs> you're going, wait a minute. I got you. We were chilling. Now she wants to go out there. You can't tell me how to dress. They go back to where they wanted to be in the first place, but they were just bored, so they got you. You see it? Does this happen? This happens to a lot of us. And we go, oh, man. Now you at home. This happens in marriage. Now you at home watching your kids, and she out there shaking her ass. She out there sucking off uh, the bouncer because she got you at home safe. She got you. She got you where she needs you. Now she back out there. Oh, well, I, got I need to let my hair down. When the girls need a little bit of girls' nights out. And now she out there doing that. Why? Just, they just used you as a placeholder. They used you as a time filler, a void. You fill the void. Now she back out there knowing what, doing what she wants to back be out there doing. All right? So this is where the love conversation comes in. Is this love? A lot of us have experienced this, right? We've all experienced this. They back texting other dudes after a couple months, after a while. And they're like, who you texting? Oh, this is my homie lover friend. This is the homie I went to school with. This is the guy I don't worry about him. They back doing these things like the previous woman, the Latina girl. Right? She got, where, where's the comfortable ninja right here? Um, where is it at right here? Oh, you can't see it. But anyway, the Latina chick. She got a comfortable ninja. She got the void field. She got the entertainment. She got the fair, the festival, the farmer's market. Now, let me get some more excitement out here. I, I, I'm not bored. Uh, next one is going to be this woman right here. Uh, this is a woman that says, I can't find the right guy in my life. Then I'll let her explain it right here. All my life, I've been complaining that no guy likes me. She's going to hit you with a red pill right here. Hit it. In my life, I've been complaining that no guys like me. Sorry, let me rephrase. No guy that I like liked me back. Wow. I told you that the other day, right? So a woman says, there's nobody out here for me. I can't find any guy that will. And I always tell you, don't listen to it as she says it. She means she can't find a guy that she likes to like her back. So you show up, I like you. And then she looks at you like, uh-uh. So let me uh, replay that so you can hear it. They Guys, I can break down women's language and their needs. I can break it down like a fraction. All right, so listen to it again. All my life, I complained that there's no guy that likes me, but life i've been complaining that no guys like me sorry let me rephrase no guy that i like liked me back okay but tell me why i finally found a guy who liked me back which okay wait, wait, wait. i met this guy who i thought was attractive right and he also thought i was attractive and then so i got his ig and we went on like dates <clears throat> um cody's here with me so <laughs> it went really well the dates went really well we went on like several too but tell me why Tell me why I didn't feel anything. What is wrong with me? Like, 
What is wrong with me, guys? See, now, you know, this girl's young, obviously, and um, a lot of guys are putting in a lot of effort and thought as to try to figure out women. And this is going to be a red pill. Take notes. They don't even know what they're doing. They have no clue. They're just kind of wasting your time, figuring it out, experimenting, sampling, trying to te- in their head, they think they know what they want. They'll get it. And I'll be like, I don't feel it. All right. I don't feel it. I don't feel it. I need to feel it. I need to feel God. I need to feel the moment. It needs to be kismic. It needs to be serendipitous. It needs to be in the, oh, I didn't feel it. She got the guy she wanted to go on many, 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 many dates. And he didn't get to suck on them little titties, them little raisin titties. All right. She just stringing them along. Oh, I ain't even got to. They don't know what they're doing. They're just wasting time, fam. And they're wasting your time nine times out of ten. <laughs> they don't know. They don't got it figured out. What is wrong with me? They don't know what they're doing. All right? They don't. Never put too much. Hey, gentlemen, never put too much thought in what a woman's thinking because most of the time, this is what it is. Right between, the, right between their ears. There ain't shit going on in there but chaos and confusion and talking themselves out of stuff and wondering what's wrong with them. They don't know. All right, here we go right here. Let's see what we got. I finally found a guy that liked me back, and I don't like him. Recently learned about, like, attachment styles, and I think I found out that I am a fearful avoidant. All right, oh, guys, when you hear these things, now you got to run. So now you got to, of course, horoscope. We got uh, psychological tests. She could tell you her four psychological profile. She could tell you her astrology. She could tell you what the God said, Sky Daddy. She could tell you what the palm reader said, the tarot cards, the Ouija board. All right. She could tell you what her five friends said to do. She could tell you what the voice in her head said. She could tell you what her mental therapist said, her brain medication, her brain chemistry. She's going to use all of that. The wind. All right, the rain, the rabbit's foot, prayers to Sky Daddy. She's going to use all that to self-diagnose why she in the situation. And you're going to put your hands in these people's, you're going to put your hands in their world? Please. Please. This is why you give them instructions. This is why you give them instructions. Because they're going to be out here lost. Flapping in the wind. They never, they, especially younger women, they don't lead. Ninja, just wave the money in front of her face. All right, here it comes. Just do this right here. Sit down. All <laughs> right, here we go. This is what I want you to do. Okay, part the Red Sea or the pink one. It's crazy, man. They don't know what's going on. They need direction. And, of course, they're on their dear diary, which is the Internet, exposing themselves. Let's leer. Full avoidant is when you want intimacy, but you fear it. But, like, a lot of my friends tell me that I just, like, haven't found the right guy. There it's it okay, is. guys. I don't believe in love anyways, so oh. I am happily single. I couldn't be any happier. <laughs> she said, I don't believe in love anyway. Mm. All right? And I'll be telling y'all, she don't love you. Come on, guys. She love me, coach. All right. She just said it right there. I don't believe in it anyway. But when it's time to get a ninja, use him, get what she wants. She'll believe in it. She'll tell you it. Yep. Crystals, gems, horoscope. They'll do it. Oh, guys, this is a lot of people, unfortunately. And they just have too much, too many things distracting them other than to sit down there and love you. You guys got to watch out. 
All right, what about this one here? There's a Chad. Chad's got a question for these young ladies here. And um, they're going to ask about the dad bod. The dad bod. All right. Let's, let's play the clip. I know what your guy's opinion is on the dad bod. I like a guy with the dad bod. Yeah, hands down. Is this what you mean by dad bod? Immediately, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't like that. I need a little bit more of the... <laughs> that's funny. Because when some people say dad bod, that's what they mean, right, you know? Yeah. That's not what I mean, no. Okay. This is Daniel Craig. What do you What do you think? Yeah, no. See, I like that. That's not a dad bod. It's not, I think it's a dad bod because we're, we're the abs. No, I don't, I don't know. I'm just, like, I'm just <laughs> I think that is a dad bod because he's... Now, I, I've been critical of this dad bod thing. All right, and we also have to understand younger women do set their sights on older men. As much as people want to be uncomfortable with it, they will. Stop believing the hype. They won't tell you this. Not all women do it, but Ninja, enough of them do it that I can fill up my whole 9-11. I can fill up my whole truck in the backseat with younger women. It's easy. It's a damn layup out here. Now, here's the problem. Here's the problem. The thing about this dad bod thing, it was a, it was a myth to begin with. <laughs> like, this woman's calling this a dad bod. This ninja swole. <laughs> this ninja swole. This is why I said don't fall for it. He swole up, hopped up. It looks like he's on a good cycle, too. At that age, that is a good cycle. This is the dad bod. James Bond. <laughs> James Bond. The other dude, wow. And a lot of guys get missed. Oh, man. All right. She says she likes a dad bod. This is an older Chad. Let's continue. He's, he doesn't look, I mean, yeah, he looks great. Like, his traps look great. He looks great. I yeah. see no abs. I like how it's like, he's just strong and he's built, but he's not, you like, ripped. You want to know what your guy's opinion is on the dad bod? I like a guy with the dad bod. Yeah, hands down. Is this what you mean by dad bod? See? All right, so right there, that would be a dad bod. And she like, oh, hell no. <laughs> you thought you had a chance. Immediately, no. <laughs> no, no. No, I don't like that. I need a little bit more of the... <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Because when some people say dad bod, that's what they mean, you right, know? Yeah. That's not what I mean, no. Okay. This is Daniel Craig. What do you What do you think? Yeah, no, see, I like that. That's not a dad bod. That's not, I think it's a dad bod because we're, we're the abs. No, I don't. Yeah, she said, I think it's a dad bod because we're the abs. <laughs> so you got, okay, wow. I mean, a lot of guys are, again, it's always the top 20%. Um, so he doesn't have abs, so it's a dad bod. Oh, Jesus. Man, y'all, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. You guys think they're going to fall in love with you for doing less and just doing the regular? No. Uh, but I'm going to prove real quick, real quick, as to um, as to the men, I'm going to challenge you about, you know, Coach, man, I got a girl who loves me. I'm going to I'm gonna give you a, a challenge here in a minute. But we're going to hear from this sister. This sister has something to say about older men and younger women. All right, here we go right here. Older men and younger women. Here we go. The life out of me. No, I'm not doing it. Why? You want to hoe around in your 20s and your 30s. Now you're 50 and you're single because you was hoeing around all around town, community dick. And now you want to get somebody that's younger because they less used. You're used. So you're used up and you want somebody less used up. No, go ahead and get your match. They be out here. They be having several baby mothers, several kids, but want a girl with no kids. No, get your match. I ain't letting no old suck the life out of me. No, I'm not doing it. Why? You want to hoe around in your 20s and your 30s. Now you're 50 and you're single because you was hoeing around all around town, community dick. And now you want to get somebody that's younger because they less used. You're used. So you're. <laughs> oh, no, man. Wow. I mean, this is just. 
Oh, man. A lot of chicken bark, man. I'm telling you this. I don't see what people find in their attractive. Like, there's nothing attractive about this behavior. But what she's doing is basically she did a Uno reverse. She did the Uno reverse. Okay, my philosophy is, hey, yes, you're used up. You hit the wall. You've been ran through. All the things that men in the red pill space have been saying about women as they advance in age, she just flipped it. She just Uno reversed it and put it on the men and said, you have, you're a single dad or you have baby daddies. That's all she did. And uh, this is a woman that's definitely in her anger spirit. I mean, she has no ability to love. She doesn't know what she wants. Do you want a guy with money? I'm sure you do. It's not going to be a guy your age, unfortunately. I mean, it's not. So what do you really want out here? I think she's going to end up with nothing. That's what she's going to end up with, unfortunately. But I appreciate her opinion. She, Her opinion is not faulty. Her opinion is true in her head, in her mind. All right, last one. This is a funny meme. This is a funny meme, and this is the reason why, if you wanted to know, this is the reason why men can love women. And women cannot lose love men. Are you ready for this, ladies? Ladies right here, I'm going to show you right now. Y'all ready for this? I'm going to show you why a man can love a woman. A man is in love, a woman's in business. I want you to look at this short meme. Oh, let me pop it up here and set it up. Okay, so there it is right there. It said, her, I need a guy that is, and people say good career, muscular, the woman said, dad bod, brolic, six foot tall. We hear a lot of these things. Not all women believe this, but they believe that in order for her to fall in love with a guy, he must bring something to her other than him. Initially, they might do this, but then down the line, especially, you know, social media and real women, him is not enough. The guy is not enough for himself. Even that Asian woman with the itty bitty titty committee, them raising titties. She came out there and was like, hey, I, I found the guy I thought I wanted, but it wasn't enough. It, there was no spark. There was no chemistry. But a guy, on the other hand, it says me or men when they, uh, they see the McDonald's cashier. So let me play the video here. Um, uh, as you can see there, there it is right there. I know we'll take the age out of it. So her, I need a guy that's six foot tall, has a career, and is muscular. You fill in the blank. Chemistry, kismet. Men, when they see the McDonald's cashier. And this right here is the reason why men can love women. And women cannot love men. This is, I'm going to rest my case on this. A woman can just be a woman. That's all she has to be. She don't have to be very much. For most men. I know, yes, for the top tier men, you got to be a little bit. But Ninja, we can be in Target, Supermarket, McDonald's, Hooters. Bitch could be on the side of the road. Homeless. Home Depot, bitch. Remember the Home Depot girl? Home Depot. Ninjas went nuts over the Home Depot girl. and She got famous. Woman could be pumping gas, walking down the street. A ninja will fall in love with that woman. A ninja will be willing to risk it all. And I'm talking about rich men, poor men, it don't matter. She could be mopping the floor. She could work at Walmart. 
Ace Hardware, security guard. She don't have to be nothing more than that. You can walk in. She could be working a register. Ninja, you will save her ass. She could be a scripper, a whore, a mother, a mother, a mother 15 times over. And a ninja will still be like, mm. <laughs> men are easy. Men are super easy. Meaning that he's like, all right, I'll take her, but I can work on the rest. Let's work on the rest. <laughs> she can be fat, pudgy. She can work at Popeye's chicken, handing you the meal. Now that woman will see you and she'll be working Popeye's drive through. Look at you. You'll be in a Porsche, a BMW, and she will still turn her nose up at you like, mm. <laughs> like Chucky e. Cheek. It's so wild and whack. It's so wild and wacky. But a lot of guys are simply don't have many requirements for women. And this is why a lot of men find it offensive for women to jump up on the Internet like this woman, like, you know what I mean, this young lady here, all right, this young lady here with the dad bod, this young lady here, the Asian woman right here, all right, they jump up on the internet and they start saying all these wild shit, right, and then they like, I want to find a guy, and these guys right here, and I ain't going to do this, and I ain't going to do that, you can't tell me what to do, this and that, I need to feel the spirit, I need to feel it. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, you have to be above and beyond more than what you are. You got to be more than what you are. You cannot just be you. In order for that woman to fall in love, she has to see that and more. If you don't have that, no chance. You, on the other hand, she could just be her and you will go after it. Now, she's going to say, well, all these guys over here, I got, no, no, no. You're talking about these guys up here. We always set them to the side. Right? But anyway, it is so odd that people don't see this as a truth. I can rest my case on that alone. There have been rich men and, and, and men that have married Hooter waitress, right? She was just a Hooter waitress. Now you flip it. You work at Denny's. Is she going to marry you? No. Now she could already be married to you. And then she can say, Ninja Doctor, you better go get a job at Denny's. <laughs> but this is where it is, man. And it's a sad reality to see. And I want somebody to punch a hole in this case. Briefold's law tells you that women, women do not associate with any man that she cannot see any value from. In the animal kingdom, in the human animal kingdom, a woman won't even talk to you if there's no value that she can get back. And we experience this on a daily basis. We see a woman. And I, guys, it doesn't matter where you are in the echelon of the, the sexual marketplace hierarchy. If a woman sees that she can get no value, she won't even talk to you. She won't even look at you. She'll look around you and through you. She won't even talk to you. On the other hand, all women got a little bit of sex. All women can give up some punani. All women can, a man can fall in love with any woman and actually will talk to more women, more women in a day to try to get there because 
Almost all of them have some something that we will say, hey, I, I can make something out of you. <laughs> but Brie Folt's Law says a woman can't even talk to you. You invisible to her. Invisible. This woman said it right here. All right. And you guys got to put my here. Here's this woman said it right here. Brie Folt's Law. She said, I didn't feel it. Where am I at? All right. I saw the guy. I went through all the guys. Not the, There's plenty of guys, but not the guys I want. Then she got the guy she wanted. Then he showed up. No chemistry. Boom. I, well, anyway, I don't love anyway. Boom. Brie Folt's Law. And that's the difference between men and women. And that is the reason why I will still stand on this and say, women can't love you. <laughs> Let me play that clip one more time. We're going to get out of here. They can't love you the way you want to be loved. You're just there to just fill a little bit of time in the void. And then she's on to the next dude. Women don't love you guys. I'm just let you know. This is how it works. They receive love. We give love. They don't return it back. They do us favors. And then guess what? They're off back shopping. They off back trying to have it all. They off back at their career. You're just there to just fill a little bit of time in the void. And then she's on to the next dude. <laughs> That's called monkey branching. I know a lot of y'all ain't ready for it. Y'all ain't ready for it. That's called monkey branching. Soon as she's done with this one, she swing, she swings to the next. Even Cassie did it. She swings to the next branch. So I'm not getting what I want out of this. Swing over. You're not valuable to me no more. Swing over. Um, for the guys who want to poke a hole in this argument, I'm going to ask you a question. Maybe you're in love right now. You're in love and you got a woman that you believe loves you. I'm going to ask you this question. I'll challenge you. Can I challenge you? I'm going to challenge you. The challenge I'm going to tell you, and I've given this challenge before. First of all, see where you are on her love cycle. Are you the eighth ninja she fell in love or the first? I would prefer it be the first or second ninja, not the eighth or the tenth. That's number one. Number two, whatever it is that you believe she loves you for, other than yourself, I want you to stop doing the thing that you think she could love you for other than yourself. For instance, if you think she loves you, but she lives with you, she loves you, but she lives with you, you pay 50% or more of the bills, the rent, the obligations. I want you to stop doing that. I want you to stop doing that part because she lives with you. Obviously, she can fake it through a love because she's getting shelter. I want you to stop doing that right now. For five, the next five months, don't pay any rent. <laughs> okay. I want you to say, I want you to take two weeks of vacation, two weeks of vacation from your job so you don't have to go to your job for two weeks. Then use your sick pay or your out-of-office pay. Then come to her and say you lost your job. And then lay on the couch for two weeks straight. Don't do nothing. Be depressed. Say, woe is me. Say you can't find a job, but you got a job. You didn't quit. You just took two weeks off. This will be the best two weeks you ever took off. And lay on the couch. I can guarantee you she going to fall out of love asapidly. <laughs> All right. She going to fall out of love. Oh, damn, baby. I lost my job. Please cuddle me. 
gone. Okay. Christmas. Don't get her no gifts. Get her no gifts. Look at her and say, I got you enough gifts this year. Guess what's going to happen? <laughs> right? All right. For you ninjas that like to blow her back out. I'll give her to Johnson, man. That's how I keep my girl. I hit it right. Okay. Don't hit it right. Every time she asks you for some Johnson, say, nope. I'm not giving you no Johnson. You're going to have to earn it. Lose 15 pounds. All right. Start acting right. No Johnson for you. This ain't free Johnson. You're going to have to pay for that. You're going to start acting right. Every time you argue, that's no Johnson for you for a week. Guess what's about to happen? <laughs> right? Oh, she loved you for you, huh? She loved you for you. I'm telling you, man, it's gone. She's going to be cheating on somebody else. She's going to get the Johnson for somebody else. It's pretty, pretty obvious. Gone. She's going to start lining up her next ninja. <laughs> what I mean to say is, what I mean to say is, it's not you. It's what you do for her. It's what you make her feel. You have to be more than just you. The real ones, the real ones will stick with you. And there's not that many real ones. A real one will stick to you, stick with you, and not be ready to monkey branch. All right, so you'll be like, I did that, coach, and she stuck and wrote it out. All right, I bet you she had another ninja lined up real quick. He said, go on a fishing trip with her. Go on a fishing trip with your boys on her birthday. Gone. (laughs) You got to be more than that. So who does she love? She loves what you do for her. She loves what you provide. You were above and beyond just you. Crash her car. Sell her car without her knowing. (laughs) Gone. I'm telling you, man. But people always want to argue me out here. I'm just telling you, remove what it is that got her really loving you. You're going to find out the hard way. (laughs) All right. Anyway, you're going to find out the hard way, ninja. All right. Let me do this right here. Ask her to bring another woman in the bedroom. Hey, man, can you bring your friend Tammy? <laughs> no more dinner dates, no more nothing. Ninja, I guarantee you, you won't even do it. See, if you was a real ninja, you would do it. And then you would so- show me. Oh, coach, I did all those things. I did one of those things. She stayed. I bet you you won't do it. Max out her credit cards. Gone. She loves you. She loves you for something else, not just you. He says, Coach, I'm trying to get what? I'm trying to get dudes arrested. No, I don't want you to do that. Hey, take her out on a date and don't pay for it. Take her out to Maestro's. Take her out to Maestro's, order up everything. Order three bottles of wine. Order two or three filet mignons, a prime rib. Uh, uh, <laughs> order all that shit. Do that about three times. Oh, damn. Damn, baby. I don't know what happened. I don't know where that, let me see. Damn, where my wallet at? Leave her there stranded. Do that one or two times. Leave her there and don't pay the tape. The first time, she'd be like, don't worry, I got it. She a real one. Second time, oh, you, oh, again, baby? Damn, don't worry about it, I got you. Third time. 
Yeah. Bitches want to go to Maestro's. She said Maestro's. Can't even pronounce the restaurant name right. <laughs> yep. It going to be gone. She going to be getting throttled in no times flat. Tell her you go on the Maestro's and then take her to Popeye's. <laughs> hey, baby, we going out to eat. We going to Maestro's. Yep. Take her out. And then be like, you know what? Skirt. We going to Popeye's. She going to be like, oh. <laughs> All right, let me stop. Dr. AMG says I got Raiders 45-10 against them. Miami Dolphins on Sunday. Shit, I hope so. The hope is not a strategy. Kyrell says, as a man who wants children, you scare me every day. All right, uh, roll the dice. Shout out to the brothers, man. Children are not free. Uh, shout out to Dr. Thunder says, what's up for the weekend, my ninja? Where we at right here? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Uh, Kevin G says, men, we must listen to coach. Money must be first. It's priority number one. Guys, if you get leverage, if you get, if you get leverage, here's the thing. What you're going to find out is most women don't qualify. That's the, that's the thing they don't want you to know. They remain in power if they feel like they're doing you a favor by accepting you where you are. This is a tough one to acknowledge. But if a woman's, let's say you live in a barrio. Let's say if you live in the community and you're like, girl, I'm going to work my way up. I'm going to get a side hustle. I'm going to do all this. And you start doing all this. And you're like, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to hire an employee. I'm going to get a business plan. She's going to be like, yeah, man. Yeah, man, you do you. Now, what? She's going to support you. Then you're going to do it. She's going to be kind of scared, kind of, you know, nervous. Then you're going to start to do it. Then it's going to start to work. Then it's gonna she's gonna start seeing it. She's gonna be like, damn, sonny, damn, yeah, honey, keep doing you. But in the back of her mind, she like, oh shit. That shit working. All right. But she's gonna start benefiting. She's gonna stay around. Now, at a certain point, she's gonna wanna kneecap that shit. She's gonna be like, hold up. Hold up. Then she's gonna start trying to over-leverage you again. Try to create the power dynamic, try to add value to you. Try to try to um, say she's a valuable part of the creation. She'll start maybe want to implement herself in it. If she can't see any way to do that, she's going to kneecap you, right? She's going to destroy it, sabotage you. You're not here. You're focusing on your little business, but there was important things at home. You're never here. I sacrificed my career for you to do this little business. You know what's going to happen? She knows your ass about to take, take, take off, ninja. She know you about to start winning. And she going to be like, oh, hell no. She'll start competing against you. Well, I have a job too. I have a job and my job matters. Yep, like John Deloney's wife. You'll start to see sabotage because she knows in the back of her mind you about to outgrow her. You about to take off. You about to outgrow her. And she's going to look and go, damn. About to lose this ninja because you're going to be around better people. You're going to be around, you know, hobnobbing and rubbing elbows. And she's going to see the type of women looking at you like, mm. Then she's going to see you riding clean. She's going to see you pull up in the 911. And she's going to be like, damn, you don't need that little 911. <laughs> right? She's like, I liked you back when you was down here. <laughs> 
I like you. And she gonna sabotage the shit out of you. Giselle Bunchin, exactly. Giselle. Then she start losing value over time. She starts aging a little bit. You start rising. They be like, oh, he handsome. Handsome. Like, I, I have that now. You know what I mean? It was kind of like, you know, I was, I'm better looking now than I was when I was younger. Meaning that when you're younger, you're kind of like, oh, the women are like, oh, okay, he kind of decent. But I didn't have no value. I didn't have, I didn't have that and something else. Now I have that a little bit handsome as older and then something else. So I'm way more handsome all of a sudden. What you think you're getting girls now because of your looks? I'm way more better of an option. So women are like, hmm, this ninja, they'll give me a second look. Where before I had to be like just a little bit handsome, cute, and then go up there high with my cuteness. Mm. <laughs> and had nothing else to leverage it. So that'll happen to you. Your businesses start going up. Women will say, okay, he, he got a dad bod and he got something else. You'll be valuable. She's going to start losing you. So she got to sabotage that shit. Life isn't all about work. Life isn't all about business. It's not all about money. You got to spend time at home. I feel alone. I feel like a single mother married. Mm. They ain't going to kneecap the shit out of that. <laughs> Be like, uh-uh. Now a real one will stay, stay with you. A real one will stick around, but there's not many. They're going to they gonna put a monkey wrench through that whole damn system. <laughs> anyway. All right. Anyways, if I'm lying, I'm, if I'm lying, I'm buying. Let me know. Shout out to Ghost J. Coach. This show is so important. We are utilities to women. Thanks for keeping us sharp. Have fun with women. And before you kahoo, commit to them. Put them on paperwork. Put them on paperwork. I always say give women if you're dealing with them, give them responsibilities, give them duties, as, especially when you increase what you're doing, start giving them things that say, okay, you're just, you is not enough anymore. I know a lot of people can't do that because you're scared of losing the woman. This is what puts you at a disadvantage. Okay. So she comes over. Okay. You coming over. She says, Hey, what are we? Okay. We're committing. We're boyfriend and girlfriend. How's everything going? All right. Well, listen, I need a little bit more help around here. I need you to be able to leave your job a little bit earlier so you can come help me with this as I continue to grow. So I'm going to need these things. Give her whatever. Give her whatever task. She ain't going to do it. <laughs> okay? She ain't going to do it. She's going to basically renege and pull out of the responsibility. A real one is going to do it. Another woman's going to be like, and you're like, look, we got you. We together, right? We in love, right? We in love. All right, I need you to get that up. I need you to work part-time, come back here. Huh? Well, listen, we make more than you make. I make more than you make in one hour than you make in a week. With your help, I can double that. We can 10 exit. She ain't going to do it. I bet you she don't. Nine out of 10 won't do it. And the women that do do it, they going to half-ass it. But she going to go to work and work like a dog for her boss. She going to dress up, perform, jump on one leg, stay late, leave early, right? Whatever it is, they leave early. No, no, stay late, work overtime. And you can be out here to, and she going to be like, no, nah, I ain't giving up my career and my money. So I could focus on my career. You're like, man, get rid of them. Guys, you outgrow them. And that's what they're afraid of. 
So that's a form of self-sabotage. If it was about love, they would exist through that. But most of them don't. Nine out of ten of them do not. They kneecap themselves and you. This is not love. Has nothing to do with it. And you're going to find out she wasn't in love with you for a long time. You're going to be like, damn. <laughs> you're like, it's been this way. She's been sandbagging on you for a minute. I want you guys to all try this for the guys that say they're in love. Give your girlfriend or your wife two new duties this week. Two, that she has to sacrifice something like time, hanging out, whatever. Sacrifice free time. Sacrifice her nap. Give her two new duties. All right, baby, listen, we've been together for five years. We're in love, right? Yes, baby, I love you, Snookums. Good. This is what I need you to do. Every morning, I need you to make sure I have a Caesar salad at noon right when I hop off this live stream. Oh, uh, what? I need you to have a Caesar salad, chicken Caesar at that, ready to go at noon after I finish this live stream. She's going to be like, She's going to sit there like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who are you? She'll be like, what that mean? Well, how am I supposed to do that? Baby, listen, I'm not here to tell you how to bake the cake. I just need the cake. All right. I don't need to give you instructions on how to make that happen. I just need it to happen. Is that okay? We love each other. Thank you. Day three, that salad ain't going to be there. She's going to be crying in the corner. <laughs> This is too much expectations for me. Done. She going to she going to fail. She going to fail in every way. She going to say, "Well, I couldn't get out of work on time. I had to quit my job. It got too too difficult. We didn't have chicken. <laughs> it take too long to grill the chicken. I ran out of Caesar salad dressing." <laughs> She will mess that little shit up. She gonna mess it up. Why? Because she ain't riding with you. She was sandbagging on you to begin with. She gonna be depressed in therapy. I'm not happy. <laughs> this is too much for me. <laughs> Time to sabotage your shit. You come downstairs. Oh, man, I can't wait for my Caesar salad. Um, What's going on? Uh, She gonna be in the corner. I'm too big to give you chicken Caesar. I can take a big <laughs> He's in control. Man, they they some funny. Yep, he abusive. He forces me to have a chicken Caesar ready to go with croutons and salad dressing on the side every time. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, man, they be sandbagging on you. Do not let them sandbag. You must challenge them. Telling them if you don't challenge them, you're accepting her to be only her. And that's what she thinks she's got you. I'm just me. I don't have to be extra. I was just a girl. I was I was a cashier at Target. He met me. I'm still a cashier at Target. <laughs> right? It's crazy. Anyway, man, look, I got a couple more. Michael R says, hey, coach, not trying to sound disrespectful, but also um, but curious why you don't have a lots of shorts or clips of your golden content. Well, I'm on a break hiatus. You know, I have a case against me. So the way I do my, my stuff, it's, it's because of that. He says, are you not trying to get too big? Your content, uh, the best analysis of the RP space I've ever seen. Shout out to you. Thank you, man. It, it's coming back. 
it's coming back. But I had a case that was going on that I had to make sure I move, you know, the priorities around. But uh, anyway. Yep. Him controlling and abusive. He makes me give a salad. I mean, dude, I'm telling you, challenge your girls. If you got a girlfriend, hold them accountable. Challenge them. Be indifferent. Be direct and clear. Most of you guys will lose your girl in a week. <laughs> now, if she's doing this already and she's helping you and she's ready to assist and she doesn't need to be micromanaged, do not micromanage women. Do not micromanage women. Give them the instructions and say, baby, you figure it out. All right, I'm not going to micromanage you. If a woman's just going to sit there with a notepad and you tell and you tell her what to do, and then she writes down all the steps, you're literally wasting your time. You got a damn lame-ass horse, all right? You need somebody that really jumps in there. Challenge them and be willing for her to, to lose her because you're going to. You're going to lose her as soon as you challenge her. <laughs> you're going to lose her. You're going to lose eight out of ten of them. Why? They just want to be them. That's all it. I'm the prize. I'm the table. I'm the table, all right? I just open my legs every now and then, and I got them. And if you don't believe me, try it. All right, shout out to Kaylin says, Coach, I dare the ladies of the coach gang who are married to take you up on the offer when it comes to their husband. Yeah, he says, uh, we truly see how, we'll truly see how great their marriages are. Yep, we're for real. For real. He says, she'll say you're a narcissist. Exactly. You guys got to find reasons to dump their ass, all right? Because all of the things I tell you, they're just going to say, oh, he, he's controlling. And he, okay, good. I'm controlling. <laughs> right. In fact, I'm going to control this. I don't need you. I outgrew you. And you were sandbagging. You weren't giving me the best version of you at all. So you didn't love me for me. You only loved me because I was willing to not challenge you. All right. A lot of people will wake up. No government name says, hey, Coach Google Memphis top golf fight. Ninja's already ruined the three-week-old Top Golf Memphis location. Damn shame! And you can't give certain people anything, anything. And if you don't challenge a girl, she's gonna challenge you. Meaning that she's gonna say you are not doing what you're supposed to do. And if she's out of line, correct her when she's wrong. I say, listen. Uh, we must make a couple of corrections here. And remember, never confront, be direct, concise, and be um, be compact. Okay. Hey, I've been noticing that um, things ain't worth they, what they used to be. I'm going to acknowledge this real quick, and I would hope you make the correction pretty soon here. Tell her what it is. My croutons were soggy in my Caesar salad. Can you make sure that that's not the case? If she fights back, bucks, rebels, gone. She should say, oh, okay, I'll look out for better for that. I'll make sure that doesn't happen. That should be the end of the discussion. <laughs> right? Anyway, but not a lot of women are, they, look, how many hours are we at? All right, three and a half hours. All these women that I showed you right here, look at this loud mouth. Big old big mouth bass. How about this one? Is she ready for this? No. They're not ready for this. No, she wants to tell you, you can't tell me, you can't tell me. All right, what about this woman right here? Are they ready for this? No. See, this is why, because you will take anything. This is because you don't have leverage. Most men should not be messing with women until they got leverage. 
Yep. If they give you attitude back, say, all right, look, clean out your panty drawer. That's going to be the end of this. <laughs> all right. Here we go right here. Clean out your panty drawer. All right. I got this dude trying to deliver something here to me. Oh, wait a minute. Who is this? All right. When is a better time? Okay. All right. All right. Somebody blowing my phone up. But uh, anyway, I got to get to these super chats. Shout out to Brian says, just because I love your show. He says, thanks for the stomach tightening sniggles, coach. Shout out to you. Thank you, man. All right. Getting those abs in line with the laughs. All right. Here we are here. Yeah. Period. Be direct. Be direct. Or just ghost on her. Last one. Uh, did I get this one here? I got all of you guys. Uh, Strife Excel. Brown through a no. Shout out to the real men out here fixing binds. Shout out to you. Strife Excel says, married men, if your wife won $10 million, do you think she'll stay with you? Boom. If your wife or girlfriend won $10 million, would she dip on you? Ladies. All right. Shout out to JC says, coach, I smashed about 20 McDonald cashiers. All right. Bob says, I think men are in love because of the conditioning. I think most men want to be worshipped by women. Most men really want women to stroke, stroke their ego or stroke it. That's true, too. And women are very smart. They can just stroke your ego. Oh, baby, you're so wonderful. You're great. Oh, my God. You're the best. You give the best uh, pipe. You lay the best pipe. You're the best, honey. Guys, never believe that. This is non-believable stuff. I know you want to believe it, and I say thank you, baby. <laughs> All right, listen. This is not true. This is not true. All right, and it's overwhelmingly not true. Or she's lacks experience. All right, MC Hamster says, challenge your women and make her watch CGA's live stream. Save the two-week vacation. Go to Columbia when you're newly single. What's up for the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Yeah. And this is, this is not true. Listen, men, I know a lot of guys believe these things. That I would never believe them. But I would never, I, you don't have to tell her you don't believe them. But just say thank you, dear. But this is how they do. They, they know how to get you and stroke your ego and all of this stuff. And then if, the, if it doesn't work, they say you have a fragile ego. All right? Your ego is fragile. But that's because you believe it. Anyway, look, I'm done for the weekend. Shout out. To the coach gang, appreciate y'all. And gentlemen, tell me how your challenge works this week. I know a lot of you guys are going to challenge your women today, this week right here, and you're going to lose your job and see if she loves you. But just because there's no love doesn't mean there can't be success. Okay, there can't. this is their love. This doesn't mean there can't be a successful relationship. You can have a very successful relationship without playing these goofy games, meaning that you can have an arrangement, you can have an arranged marriage, you can have a straight-up transactional direct. You can have a girl that does job for you, does what she needs you to do, but you're not in love. You're in business. And then you'll both be on the same page. You'll both be in business because she in business anyway. Shout-out to the Coach Gang. Hit the like button. Subscribe to all my channels. Have your bell money wear, ready. Wear your condoms. Wear your condoms. Protect your neck. Do not abuse any women. Do not do anything that looks like abuse of women. Uh, <laughs> all right, and all that in the bag of chips, ahoy. We out of here. Peace. <laughs>